Are we sure everybody's here? Is George here? Is G here? I don't hear anybody. I, I, I only I only see I only see weird pictures. I'm here. I see weird pictures and hear 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 weird noises. That job is. That was a little louder than usual. <laughs> I hear a lot of noise coming from Mark's end. That's what I hear. Anyway, Board Wrestling Fan Radio episode 127 is now on the air. And later on today, we're going to hear from IHWE radio host Michael McCurdy. He's going to call in about 3 o'clock uh, Eastern time here. He's in California. No doubt about it. <laughs> it's a burden being wonderful like me. Yes. <laughs> so th- before we start anything off, I'm going to throw it out here. I'm going to mention a couple of things before I forget because I will forget. Um, I want to wish a couple of happy birthdays this weekend to our very own Mark Noise. Yes, and, my birthday tomorrow. And today, who is a very, very much part of this, of why we all came together, the originator of the TNA of, of TN Awesomeness, triumvirate of TN Awesomeness, Mr. Fritz Steffi, who has also been on our show, yep. ha- who has also celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday to those folks. Mark, your birthday is my anniversary. <laughs> oh, I should be able to remember it then. <laughs> yeah, where's my hey, gift? Way to pop out of your mom's shine, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we went out last night and we're just like, okay, we're going to go, we're going to go eat and then we're gonna go to the movies and then if we have time we're gonna hang out around uh you know the art district you know elmwood uh but the problem was by the time we got down there it's like okay we have time to eat and we can only do one of the other things you know so, so what do you want to do she says well let's skip the movie and let's go to the art district like okay cool so we eat that we go catch a bus over to the art district and we start walking around and we realize there is nothing fucking open over there <laughs> We're just wandering around, like, window shopping at this point, you know, like, like, hey, look, there's a print in this window that's the exact same as my tattoo. I must <laughs> buy it, except the store is closed and has been for hours. <laughs> it, it's a bank holiday here tomorrow, which means most things are closed, so I do have an excuse for not going out, at least. <laughs> well, it's a holiday here tomorrow as well, which means sales everywhere in the United States. Which means all celebrate the, pe- the veterans with a thirty percent off on your TV. Yes, exactly. No, no Veterans Day is in November. Oh, it's tomorrow's in- Memorial we're, Day. We're remembering our our, our veterans. See, I, I was born right around Veterans Day, so I want to make a joke, but it's in very bad taste. Oh, go, boy. Right, go right ahead. What else is go new? Right ahead. Remember the fallen soldiers in today's sale. They died for your cheap goods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, your great-grandfather died so you could have this TV. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's... We have the, the Fusillo 500 here. See, George, Joe and George know because they, they have the Fusillo dealerships in Buffalo. So this year it's the huge Shillo... Well, it used to be the huge Shillo 500 on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, that guy. Huge. <laughs> Huge. So, well, 
with the uh, Memorial Day savings, how does it work? Like, do they open the store, but only like European and Canadian uh, customers can enter <laughs> until the last two hours of the sale? That would make sense, seeing as how most of my customers tonight are going to be Canadian. Uh, <laughs> World War One and two jokes brought to you by me. <laughs> of course. Yes. I just texted George to see if he's coming. I haven't heard from him like all week. I've got three of his bases here. He's got a show oh, on Wednesday. Saw them. <laughs> I saw him. The uh, last time I saw George was Wednesday, uh, and I was like, he drove me to the uh, other podcast we do, the Noah's Ark show, and I said, I said, yeah, your your bases are still there. They're still in the cases. I haven't pawned any of them. <laughs> uh, so they're still here. They were cluttering up the studio, so I actually had to clean the studio to make room for his bases, just so I can move my chair around the studio. <laughs> <laughs> So hopefully he'll get back to me and let me know if he's coming. It's been too long. Yeah. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's crazy that he, you know, him and I are on like different schedules now because like he's he does the Noah's Ark show on weeks that I can't make it and I do it on weeks he can't make it. <laughs> or at least it seems that way. Like this past week was the first time we were both on the show. And then we had a full band and a visitor. So we had like not enough room for everybody. <laughs> but this week he's opening for Lacuna Coil at the Town Ballroom on Wednesday. And uh, so that's going to be fun for him, but uh, I can't go because I got work. Yeah, that's the way it goes. Got to pay yep. the bills. Uh-huh. Yep. That's exactly why I was not able to attend the uh, the Talker and Otaku event on Tuesday, um, nor my other pal who we tried to get him out, but work bills oh well yeah that go support into your wrestling when you don't have to work or pay, <laughs> paying you know. bills paying bills trumps everything man just yeah, pretty much when you got a house and mortgage and you know what's this about don't fix in the house what, what's this about don't get a big backyard if you buy a house oh my god i just spent two i spent two and a half hours this morning mowing my lawn and then weeding cutting through weeds almost up to my waist you should my, get my a rock back, garden man my my yeah, that's that that sounds like a good idea. Actually, <laughs> no, it, my, I have a pretty for living in you know where I live. It's I have a really big backyard. Actually, my uncle says it's a huge backyard, but I I I know it's a rather large backyard because you know I I work for my city and I've been you know I go to people's homes on a daily basis, so I have a general just but it's. Oh my god, I was just exhausted. I had by like I say, I had waist high weeds in the backyard, so I had to. We cut them down, and then I had to go back and take my lawnmower and just mow over because <laughs> they were so thick. You know, it was just it was just it was a very long morning and very tiring. And like I say, if you if you shop for a house, get one with a small backyard. You'll thank me later. You got JT out in the back. He's wearing a sundress and one of them sun hats, and he's pulling weeds. <laughs> no, I had my Tylee T-shirt on <laughs> and no pants. No no pants. Yeah, that's an even better visual. <laughs> Cock talk. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, speaking of tiring, <laughs> did anyone watch Raw? Uh, only because I had to. I watched Raw. Nope. <laughs> I don't right. even remember what the hell happened on Raw. I remember some of it because the opening was actually really enjoyable and a great visual. Wyatt family kicked some ass. It was. And what I, what, what oh, I really, that was great. What I really liked is, I don't know if anybody else noticed, they cut off the uh, the open. 
You know, that yeah, then now forever they cut that off to go into the ring with the Wyatt family singing He's Got the Whole World in His Hands. Oh, well, it's for the visual. Yeah. You wanted to, you know, that you got a copy of that picture in your article. But I do, it's yeah. It's much better in the video when they're doing the panoramic, panoramic, blah, 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 panoramic shot with the, uh, the jib. Now, it's just, were they actually handing out little lanterns, or is that, is that just cell phones? I think that's just cell phones. I've heard they do have lanterns, but I wasn't sure. They sell you lanterns? You can buy lanterns, I know that. Yeah, they, they sell them through WWE Shop, and I, I'd assume at the uh, you know merch tables at the WWE events. I, I wouldn't know, because I didn't go to the last one, but uh, I'd assume so. And uh, Yeah, but uh, I... It, for the most part, I believe that's all cell phones. So, well, too bad we didn't get a leaked version of uh, of Raw to see if they actually asked the crowd to do that or it was spontaneous. I'd like to think it was spontaneous, but I mean, it's wrestling; everything's a work, pretty much. So, yeah. Either or, great visual, great start. Wait, to wait the, the show. door's opening. It's 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 George. Hey, George made it. Holy shit! Hey, George I made it. Fuck you. You can't hear that you t-shirt's right. for you, by the way. My wife wanted me to give that to you months ago. That's why I put it on your chair after I cleaned everything up. Like, okay, I'm gonna put this on the chair so I can remember to tell George to take it. <laughs> we got, we gotta wait for George to get on his microphone here. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we'll throw it at the German announce table then. <laughs> yeah, I guess we will throw it at the German announce table. What do you? Uh, you don't got any audio? George has no audio in his headphones. <laughs> He's got no audio in his headphones. I got nothing going on. I gotta Over see here. if I can find you an open spot here. There should be several of them. There's one. There you go, George. Oh, look at there, that. Can I'm you hear back. us now? I'm back. Yeah, this this is Good. great. This is fantastic. Maven Pan says, great. Naked George is here. Naked George. No, this time I remembered clothes, I promise. Uh I I don't want to you know I don't want to petrify one of my closest friends here. It just occurred it just occurred to me that I never actually signed into bwfradio.com today to actually participate in my own chat. That's not yeah. healthy. Maven <laughs> well, fans in there, so you know we oh. got to make sure her voice gets somewhat heard. Yeah, so, or even seen. though she won't be on the show live, she won't be on Maven fans in there. So you know. <laughs> She, so we'll, we'll bring it up to speed here, George. Opening yes. of Raw, the Bray Wyatt segment. What'd you think? I, I really, I, I honestly myself, I for, I missed it. Um, <laughs> Monday was kind of tough because uh, Monday I was moving, so I kind of missed that part. I, I mean, I saw the recaps and everything, but you know, overall, in my opinion, it was all right. It was all right. I'm just getting, I don't know. It's about time Cena left the picture and Wyatt started feuding with somebody else. Yeah, me. well, hopefully, maybe after uh, after payback. Yes, let him let him feud with. Uh, I don't know. Let him feud with the Ascension. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is I one where like Cena Cena jumped him from behind. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, what the what the fuck, man? He's supposed to be a face. <laughs> he, he's well, it's like well, obviously the last man. obviously the last man standing match should be. The blow-off match. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you do after that, you know? <laughs> um, we're we're going to bring back the old Kane gimmick, and you have to, like, put the, you know, the jump of cables on the nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> no, loser drinks the Kool-Aid. 
that's uh, Bray Wyatt comes out cyanide. In a, Bray Wyatt comes out in a in a wheelchair and goes, "I quit!" <laughs> like Batista. <laughs> oh, starts speaking in tongue like he did on SmackDown. Oh Jesus, I saw. That. <laughs> I missed SmackDown. I missed most of SmackDown anyway. That was fucking weird. I was out at the carnival with my kid. <laughs> by the time I got home, it's like, okay, I can watch SmackDown or I can go to bed. I'm going oh. to fuck to bed. There you go. Did they have the video games fixed at the carnival? <laughs> no. Oh. DNA doesn't pay that well. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, Nux shit. wasn't doing his job. No. You're bringing him four paychecks. Raven <laughs> <laughs> fan says John Cena does have a face, Joe. <laughs> I, I'd love to rip it. I don't know. Off. I can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> Can you see me? And, you know. While we're talking, Joe's got the picture of Roman Reigns' open cut, like, stuck on the... <laughs> well, if you look, like, and it's, like, right above his eye that the picture is showing. Yeah. So it almost looks like that is his eye. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's really gruesome. Yeah, it looks like Roman Reigns' third eye is winking. <laughs> oh, man. He got fucked up. I swear. That that was just nasty. Um. <laughs> you know, I, I and and being a fan of the Shield, you hate to see shit like that happen. And, uh, oh, well, it's wrestling. Yeah, it is. It, and it, the best part is we never heard the good story behind this. Thanks, <laughs> Roman Reigns. We're <laughs> <laughs> all in the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all right. Us as the uh, the well informed gentlemen we are, will find out our <laughs> own way. And yeah, that's all right. The the German announce table was ringside. I covered and, in Scheisse. We were having a beat the clock challenge to determine the number one contender, and I misheard the announcer. I thought he said there was it was the first of eight beat the clock challenge matches. I'm wow. like, what the fuck? They're gonna fit eight goddamn matches on here? Yeah, because you must be even more confused when it ended at five oh two and be like, oh fuck, eight. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. <laughs> Biggie wins the first one in five oh two over Curtis uh, over Ryback, who had Curtis Axel in his corner. <laughs> Oh, Big E won it over Rye Black. <laughs> How wonderful. But there was more to come. Yes, there and, were. And there were even, I mean, there were some good matches, actually. I was i was quite happy with that. <laughs> R-Truth and the Funkadactyls were supposed to face Fandango and Layla, <laughs> and then Summer Rae jumped in and kissed Fandango and beat up Layla, and <laughs> apparently she's a face now. I, Maven, Maven fan says, George, don't you say anything bad about Germany in parentheses, awesome country. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, have nothing Very efficient. I, I have nothing bad to say about them. Um, they, they, um, they know how to... Uh, Unite the world. They, they know exactly how to completely squash their emotions and, you know... And and work efficiently and 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 just not give a shit and or or in this case in some German porn give a shit. You have <laughs> scheiße, scheiße. <laughs> and and Dude, know, what the fuck's wrong with German people? And 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 honestly, I you know, Maven fan, you're a wonderful you're a wonderful female, and I I got I got to give it up to females right now because they can do anything. Anything better than a man can do. Yeah, like troll the audience. Except carry a coffin. When the fuck are they going to get on that train? I, I'm just, you know, when? Why is it always got to be us? What's up with that bullshit? 
Um, Apparently, I missed something in the last four or five days. <laughs> it, it just it just an idea that came up into my head recently, and, and, <laughs> and I figured I would share it with some of my best friends here. And uh, yeah, and, and also, um, uh, if a girl says "put it in my ass," she's a dude. <laughs> I just I've seen some German videos that think otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> and thus we go back to the wonderful Germany thing. <laughs> yes. It's scary, man. They, they, yes. They <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so 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 what what diva is supposed to be a face now? Oh god. Summer Ray. Yeah. I thought that whole segment sucked. Just because like if you're gonna come back at, on a you know, with a vengeance against the guy that dumped you via Twitter and everything, why would you go and kiss him and then beat up the chick that he dumped you for? It's not the other chick's fault. It's the dude's fault. So why not go uh-huh. in there and, like, hit him with a tire iron or something? <laughs> you know? I thought she dumped him. With a pry bar. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the Divas division, man. We've already given it too much time. That's true. Well, like I said, flip-flop booking. It- Let's beat the oh, clock on this segment. Yes, let's do yeah. that. Sir. Maven uh. fan says she can't be better than Naked George. <laughs> well, Daniel Bryan uh, is not here because it's Stephanie McMahon. Yes. And yes. she tells us he went underwent successful neck surgery. I'm sitting here watching like it can't fucking be Daniel Bryan. He's not mm-hmm. going to be allowed to fly to fucking England. Yeah, I, uh. I heard he wasn't there at all, so I wasn't yeah. expecting him at yeah. all. Oh, he wasn't going to be able to fly. Like, yeah. He just had fucking neck surgery. They're not going to let him get on a plane and fly to fucking England, okay? Uh, although, yeah, well, obviously, although it's not a healthy idea. <laughs> I, I am very happy that uh, the surgery was successful and that he's okay. And you know, Well, that, the big question, Mark, we didn't get the answer to is two things I took away from this segment. Otherwise, I thought it was pretty shitty. Um, one is Stephanie McMahon... And the company wisely did not bring Bad News Barrett out and then ruin his character with uh, her alluding to someone saying bad news could be only be said by one person better than her. So that was good. And they didn't strip Daniel Bryan of the title officially yet. So that was good. Otherwise, I thought the segment really wasn't that good. It was pretty funny, though, when she suggested putting it on Bad News Barrett and the crowd wow. popped like mad. They're manipulating the crowd because they knew they'd yeah. get a reaction. And I'm I'm logged in as G. <laughs> it happened again. <laughs> I'm not logged in at all. If it makes you feel any better, <laughs> I'm on I. the site. I'm just not Neither. logged in. Neither am I. I'm, I'm, I'm logged in as Mark. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm G as well. I don't know what's wrong with the site. But, it's just uh, wacky, man. It's just been crazy. I wonder if we've got a security breach or something. We I don't think we have a security breach. I think it's got something to do with the new cache system we're using. Well, oh, damn shit. it. So. It says I'm log- re- shit, it says I'm logged in as Maven fan. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> For some reason, as G, I can edit the raw one, but as me, I can't edit anything but my own. Ah, admin settings. Yeah, G's an yeah. admin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I power. I got the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> you know the best segment on Raw, of course. Uh, the Union Jacks were back. Oh, God. Oh, I love yes, that the Union <laughs> Jacks. Oh, Joe, I kind of figured that would be coming from you. I like you. 3MB, but I want them to keep this giving. <laughs> and then they got crushed by Rusev. Oh, dude. But... <laughs> Only, only one brown person was crushed this week. Yes, yes. This th- he's getting. It's it seems to be he's getting the message. 
and uh <laughs> he's he got over his hatred of white people <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hope for the best here because uh that was crazy <laughs> i mean it was it was cool to see him like squash three dudes and it was cool to see that two of them were white <laughs> so uh you know yeah yeah. <laughs> well, I think they've basically realized, oh dear, it is a little bit racist. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, just, you just know. Just a tiny bit. Yeah, I mean. You know. Anybody like my stupid little graphic I made? Yeah. <laughs> dropping his junk all over Crush's back? That's yeah. awesome. Yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Maven Pan's also logged in as G. That's what she says. Oh, oh fuck. God. <laughs> I just got horrible visions of Rusev and Lana just. Oh boy! <laughs> you know Rusev crushes how she invites him to bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rusev crush! <laughs> Jesus! Uh, I wonder if he puts her in that that finishing move of his. <laughs> That's where he got the idea to do it. Oh boy! <laughs> That's that it, it, in the bedroom. That's called the ass crusher. <laughs> now oh. available on the network. <laughs> so I, subscribe today. Buy the replay. <laughs> Rob Van Dam faced Alberto Del Rio to beat the clock challenge. Time to beat was five oh two, and um, you already know what that match looked like. Yes. And RVD won in four fifteen. Oh, should have been four twenty. It should have been four twenty. It really should have been that. That they ruined a good opportunity right there. <laughs> they probably just didn't want to give Dolph Ziggler five more seconds. <laughs> <sighs> That's fantastic. <laughs> Seth Rollins and uh, Batista had a match, and it was supposed to be everybody was barred from ringside. Yeah, except for official personnel. Of course. So Triple H was the ring announcer, and Randy Orton was the timekeeper, and <laughs> Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns were the commentators. <laughs> I, I did love Dean on commentary. Oh, I always love Dean Ambrose on commentary. You give that guy a mic, and you're going to get magic. <laughs> can, can I just ask how the Titty Master thing started? Uh, he he wore wrist tape one time, and he had titty on one arm and master on the other arm and and just it became this whole it was i don't i think it, I, I don't even know like what it was for or why or whatever but it just became this huge thing on the internet like dean ambrose is the titty master <laughs> and here i was thinking i will i was that guy but oh, um, sorry george shit <laughs> you gotta fa- you gotta beat dean ambrose for that title and i don't think I <laughs> and could. he never defends it yeah and i don't think i could in the first place i think he's just you know he's really that damn good so basically nothing interesting happened in that match except it devolved into a brawl yes <laughs> a brawl uh well, Not, nothing like Brawl Fest, but a brawl. Well, speaking of titties. <laughs> titties! It's a rematch between Paige and Alicia Fox. <laughs> Again. Oh, God. They know how to beat a dead horse, don't they? <laughs> but it makes you interested to watch the match because you want to see where the Alicia Fox going crazy thing is going. And she won the match, flipped out afterwards, banging on the announce table, stealing Jerry Lawler's crown and drink and a drink from one of the fans in attendance and pouring it on herself. Yeah. yeah. That was... Uh... That was pretty Ruining cool. the crown. <laughs> it was kind of just hot. like my eyes. Actually, <laughs> I've kind of enjoyed her her, uh, her crazy gimmick just because of something different. That's again, Diva's division. You know, let's beat the clock. 
<laughs> well, you know, I mean, that's that's what I said last week. Is you know, she actually made me interested in seeing what happens next. Yeah. And that doesn't happen with the divas network or with the divas uh, division. Yeah, really. Well, next will be the logical third announcer will be Michael Cole will get some sort of abuse. <laughs> right, Michael Cole. No, she she can't steal a hat from him. So what shall we? What will she be able to steal from Michael Cole? What do you guys his think? His anal virginity. Oh, oh. oh. No, no, I believe. What's I his believe? name? Wasn't it Heidenreich? Didn't Heidenreich do that? Yes, <laughs> Heidenreich did that. Oh my it God. happened sorry, in the I... war too, seeing as it had 500 pounds of men on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I started that because for, for a second I thought it wasn't Heidenreich. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. It was Heidenreich. Oh, man. <laughs> and, and Maven fan says George is the Nips master. The Nips master. Ooh. <laughs> I, I watched an old Heidenreich match over the week. I can't believe they let that man near children. <laughs> <laughs> That used to be one of his gimmicks that he would look for friends and read them poetry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That uh, was a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny as shit. Heidenreich. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, you be my friend. Back to Joe's confusion of eight matches. <laughs> Mark Henry is in the beat the final beat the clock challenge match. That's weird. I swear he said eight matches. <laughs> Upon further review, he said it was a series of matches. <laughs> ah well. Henry wrestled Dolph Ziggler, time to beat four fifteen. Is anybody taking Ziggler? No. They make mention of the fact that it's Andre the Giant's birthday. It was also Mrs. Think So Joe's birthday on the 19th. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And uh, Ziggler hit the zigzab. <laughs> zigzab. <laughs> the fuck? I was yes. awake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he didn't get the cover until time ran out. So your number one contender is Rob Van Dam, whose music hits. And he comes out to the stage to celebrate. He's attacked by Bad News Barrett with yes. the ball uh, bull hammer. Yeah, ball, ball hammer. The ball hammer. That would hurt. The ball peen hammer. It would oh. hurt even more. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh. <laughs> and, and, and just remember, it was Andre the Giant's birthday. It was uh, Mrs. Think So Joe's birthday. And, of course, it was also May 19th. <laughs> Three-foot penis birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Every Sunday. Every Sunday. Sunday, Rain Sunday. or shine. <laughs> Renee Young did an interview with Adam Rose. He says that Ethan has sesame seeds on his buns. It was so great. But he's going to see the doctor. <laughs> the fucking guy is awesome. <laughs> Got nothing but love for Adam Rose. I didn't like it at first, but I am enjoying this. <laughs> you gotta. It's just pure fucking entertainment. <laughs> I, I I thought that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I know the last segment. Oy. Luke Harper versus John Cena. Ugh. You can't Boy. see me. You can't see me. You can't see me. Grr. Yeah, I, I fast forwarded through most of this match, so that's actually kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to see him. <laughs> Fucking. You know, what was the big surprise well, here, though? That Luke Harper can really go, or that he can count to ten. <laughs> he well, paused so long after nine I thought he didn't know what comes next <laughs> yeah. Well he dominated the match And that's at least how I saw it From the various points I fast forwarded to uh, yeah. Cena got the STF Harper got the ropes Rowan tried to interfere The Usos took him out the Wyatt, uh, Wyatt got both Usos with Sister Abigail And um, then he got Cena later on And 
at the top of the stage, and that's when they did the count and the singing and the <laughs> creepy and kind I, of stuff. I actually liked how Harper did the count because he he has obviously a sense of musical timing. He was in quite intentionally putting the numbers between the lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was executed really well. Absolutely, um, that's why it's wait, that last ten count took so long. It was because he had to wait for that line to get like fully delivered. Right, so that was smart. <laughs> it's clever. I, I don't know how much he had to practice it. If he has any musical background or anything, but uh, I appreciated that a lot. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, I, I mean, I know three of us play musical instruments, and timing <laughs> out of a big lucky guy. He must be a bass player. <laughs> you got it, it. That's just that's the only good explanation for it, at least. That's right. <laughs> bass players unite. Damn straight. Damn Drop fucking straight. tuning, bitches. <laughs> Dude, I, I I gotta bring this up. I went to go see the comedian uh, David Tell last night. Um, phenomenal comedian. I love him to death. And uh, he he made a joke of. Uh, about uh, a a woman's like bucket list of guys to to have sex with, and two of the things that he mentioned were meth addict and bass player. And I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch! To which everybody at my table with me looked at, looked at me immediately and wanted to see my response. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty upset about that. <laughs> bass players are great to sleep with. You can, don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> but. Anyway, so I'm sorry I went off on that tangent. Let's <laughs> let's continue with the show. <laughs> oh, you wait a sec. Hold on. What? She, she, did he call it a bucket list? Because I would call that a fuck it list. A fuck it list. Yes, I have one of those. <laughs> That's a list of things I know I could never do, <laughs> like bungee jump <laughs> or run a marathon. <laughs> I've 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 come to come to terms with all that shit <laughs> were, you, were you at least were you close enough that you could have made a scene or i were, i was second row i was like right oh, you, there you should have you should have you should have you should have made you should have made something of it so i tried yeah i tried but i was like you know what this guy is a seasoned veteran comedian if i tried to make even the smallest scene i would be fucking dead this guy would you and i got it from robert oh, kelly no, exactly. <laughs> David Tell. Exactly. I, I'm, I'm not meaning i'm not meaning like you know you know, fight the guy. Oh, no, no, no. That, that's what <laughs> I, I mean. Is like guy, he would verbally destroy me. Yeah, you this know, <laughs> yeah, I would say I would take that as an honor. Like, I, I for some reason, I would, wouldn't think that, you know, okay, yeah, pick, okay, yeah, hey, I'm a bass player. Yeah, so what? You know, <laughs> I would make it, you know, make, make it part of his act. You know, it was like when, when Pauly Shore, you know, acknowledged my girlfriend, you know, what? I, I was like, holy shit. He, I, he, I, 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 he was, he acknowledged her. And like, my girlfriend's like, he said something about my chest. I'm oh, like, yeah, dude, but he noticed you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I actually <laughs> did. I actually did get my moment to shine later on in that show. Um, uh -oh. he was asking people. Uh, he was talking about lube, and he decided to ask a couple of people in the audience what they like to use for lube. And this one dude that was sitting in the front row that he'd been mocking the whole night. You know, he asks him, and the guy goes, "Oh, blue cheese." I'm like, oh, God, no, no. Only in Buffalo. Yeah, you know, you get stuck under your balls. It's all sticky and stuff. And and fine, and I'm complaining about this. And he, and he goes, okay, then, sir, what do you like to use for lube? And I go, Valvoline high mileage. <laughs> because, I mean, seriously, if you're going to go and you're going to use lube, you want the kind of stuff that's going to get in and, and uh, fix the seals and everything in, in, in your junk. And uh, you can keep running for a while and, you know, it, it protects against friction burn. And 
it's it, it's really good. And I, I usually I usually try the 10W30 myself, uh, just because you want you want a better quality. And uh, don't go and don't don't skimp. Make sure you get the name brand because you pay for what you get. So there you go. <laughs> Words of the wise today, kids. This is what you this is what you've learned from me. <laughs> Uh, and Joe is throwing his hands up in the air. He's given up. It has been a good day. <laughs> Was well, there anything interesting on Impact on Thursday night? Uh, Apparently, Mark did a run-in. <laughs> nice. Every single segment ended with a fucking run-in. <laughs> so it's like the ROH uh, roll-up. Oh god! It was the exact same run-in too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it 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 did kind of suck, you know, like you, you know, MVP's got his new faction, which uh somebody online brought up a good one. There's MVP Lashley and Kenny King. Why don't you call it MLK? No, don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> I, I I Why not? I, they did VKM. I'm offended that, that by that idea a little bit. That one that one's like if they do that, I I might stop watching TNA altogether cuz that's that's rough, man. <laughs> I, I get the joke, but I can't. I just if that's the worst thing George says today, I'll be surprised. I'm um, not. I'm not a mad or angry at, at George, me, or even the idea of the comment. It's just don't do that. Seriously, don't. Do just that. don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're just referring to them as his crew. <laughs> well, and they're going to avoid any kind of racially insensitive names. Yeah, and, and because like the company's based in the south, and it's like I'm I'm okay. Like that that dude was cool, man. Mm-hmm. I, I do I mean, agree. I, I, that's just a, I, I don't want to see him get brought into any wrestling <laughs> storyline unless it's like for the right reason, like at the top of a show, you know, and on on MLK Holiday when they just re- recognize the guy. That's about as far as I want to see. It's just a- anyone anyone who like gets murdered <laughs> for you know cha- like champion human rights. I I I. I that's cool, man. That like not the murdering part, but that's the, that person I got mad respect for. Any day you. of the week, man. I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, but, TNA is like so low but, on the quality level right now. <laughs> they, I mean, it, that would be like a desperate plea for attention, and that's all it would come off as. The, well, I, I'm going to steer it off a little bit, and I'm going to say that that whole segment that happened with uh, with MVP and Dixie and and uh, Eric Young and then Bully Ray, it was it was one of those segments where it wasn't thought out well enough. It was just kind of one of those things where you, um, you're you're pressed for time, so you're going to cram as much in as possible. And it wasn't done well at all. Um, you didn't give enough time for for Dixie and MVP to react or to, you know, react with each other. And then all of a sudden, you want to throw Bully Ray in it. And then yeah. you know, then he has a problem with everybody, and then. And then all of a sudden, Dixie comes back, and it's like, holy shit, dude. This is the ADD portion of the show, because I couldn't, I just couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, this is the part that Russo wrote. <laughs> it, it bothered me. Like, you, you know, you're not, you're, you're completely ruining these storylines by doing this. And, uh, you know, if you had any sense in your head, you'd just, you know, maybe neglect one storyline for a week so that you could develop the other. Um, you know, run with the whole Dixie thing. 
with the Dixie and MVP feud and then let leave the Bully Ray thing have a week off. And then next week, you know, like if you only have time for one, you start developing the Bully Ray thing and you leave the MVP thing alone for a bit. Because MVP's got enough, um, enough like heat on him with, you know, and enough where he can have a feud with anybody in the back right now. Yeah, just just like every segment ended with a run-in, almost all of them had MVP. You could easily have taken him out and put Dixie in somewhere else. Yeah, I mean it. It was, it was just so poorly done that it really it kind of got me aggravated, um, and I really didn't want to watch the rest of the show. Um, and may, and and another thing, I I maybe I missed this, <clears throat> but what does Gunner have to do with Samuel Shaw? Um. Uh, nothing. <laughs> Gunner either has suffered from PTSD or knows someone who did, so he just wants to be friends with Shaw to help him be- regain his sanity. Yeah, that's the best theory out there because there was that one segment where Gunner had brought up with Storm uh, maybe maybe Shaw had suffered some kind of trauma. That I mean, and that if they're gonna go that route, hey, at least it makes sense. Well, that I mean, maybe he could say like I had a buddy who went through this too back in the day, right? Yeah. Well, we've seen Samuel Shaw's home life. Um, that's traumatic enough. Yeah, <laughs> but if they're gonna keep the Shaw guy around, and they did resign him, I believe. They gotta fix his character, man. They gotta get rid of this crazy gimmick because it, its shelf life expired like after the second episode, if not the first. <laughs> yeah, and and plus they need to get him on. They really need to get him a nutritionist because an apple pie every day. Yeah, it was. I think yeah. it's a little much. I, I mean, mean, they could have they could have built the character better, but they went full retard with him. <laughs> and you never go full they retard. They really did. Never. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how do you go back from that initial debut? And, and then you can't really get much crazier on television unless he <laughs> literally starts, like, wearing Christy Hemi's skin to the ring. Oh, God. <laughs> well, he did have that mannequin. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, that's my point. That It's, like, so much in the beginning, and then it's like, okay. <laughs> you do, where do you go from here? And, and, yeah. it, and it comes back to to uh, George's point about cramming too much together. I mean, he, I, I 100% agree with you, George. There, there was a lot of little stories that could have been told out here over the span of months. Mm-hmm. You know, the Wolves versus um, whatever MVP's faction is going to be called. Mm-hmm. That could have played out like for a month. Yeah, and instead, you you basically like put it on fast forward. And I, I just came up with a very safe name of TNation. TNation. <laughs> I, I mean, I like the faction. I mean, they all have different attributes to them that make them um, just right for what they're doing. You know, yeah. you got the strong man, you've got the athletic guy, and then you've got the kind the of bitch. Yeah, <laughs> the bitch. And then you've got MVP, who's kind of uh, oh, Kenny he, King's the bitch. I, oh yeah, I, <laughs> he's he, as they said, he's kind of like their little brother. Like yeah. that's, that's kind of how MVP put it on MVP Thursday. MVP literally ripped the microphone away from him and said, shut up. <laughs> well, that's how you treat your little brother usually. Come on. <laughs> well, also because Ken- Kenny King was kind of trying to steal the spotlight. That was pretty obvious. <laughs> that was the storyline they were telling there. But I, I agree again. I like this group too. I, I'm not a big fan of Lashley, but I think he can hide his weaknesses in the faction rather well. Yeah, Kenny King. I mean, we know from ROH. If you know, you went back and watched, you can see what this guy really can do. He could put on a great match with, with 
any number of the uh, one or two X Division guys they have left. <laughs> They've got. But, it, but it was really. Yeah. They've got MVP three. He's still a great wrestler and, and speaker. So I, I mean, I, I, I wish he wasn't on the show as much as he was. But there's like other guys that could have been worse. And M, M, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. I was just gonna say the Maven fan wants you to talk about nuts. 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 Not nuts. I also <laughs> thought it was amazing when. Well, first of all, they beat the shit out of Kaz because he referred to them as Humi, <laughs> <laughs> and just. Eric Young saying he couldn't respect Kenny King because he's a male stripper. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> in in itself, that's quite entertaining. And I wanted to elaborate on what G was saying about Kenny King. It, not only ROH, but remember when he was originally in TNA, he had some incredible matches. And uh, unfortunately, the X Division is down to three guys, so it really makes for a dull division at this point um, until yeah, you... Plus, Sinhad is only temporary. Yeah, I, I mean, the, if any, if TNA wants to go anywhere, it's really... It really should be in building their X division back up because that was their marquee. That was the big thing for them. That's the thing they seem to just not be getting. They, they can't be light. They have to be their own thing. They have to provide what the WWE won't, which is a six-sided ring with X Division wrestlers. And and that's true. That's tr- I, I, the X Division was most of the reason why why it I, was the I X tuned Division in and the knockouts that really sold them. Yeah, and and seriously, and and it, it's almost as if they completely they gutted both divisions, and you know they start they, they're just. They're not even slowly building back the knockouts division. They're just kind of... They added one person, they added Brittany, and then they were like, okay, here, have at it. Um, and now the X division, well, like I said, it's three people. It's Zima Ion, it's Sonata, and it's Tigre Uno, and possibly Kenny King now. So th- that'll be four. Back, back, Way back when, we had an X division that was gigantic and that was very diverse and very exciting to watch. I mean, and, they don't even have to hire people. They can just bring them in on a temporary basis. Yeah, yeah. I, and honestly, you could even make Samoa Joe an X-Division wrestler because he was at one point. Um, you know, the, these are these are just some ideas to help this company grow again and, you know, bring them back from the brink of extinction. Um, and, and it's just it's something they really got away from just to give, like, the same five or six guys a match every week um instead of that it's it's just really time to 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 bring back the things that people were tuning in to see um and that's obviously the x division the knockouts division uh more monsters ball matches you know like <laughs> but like actual monsters ball yes, matches where you kept the guys in darkness for 24 hours <laughs> like the old asylum <laughs> yes and monsters then, ball matches and you know right before the matches when they finally got to see light again <laughs> and you know that's you starve them yeah yeah you yeah. just have everything co- but pets <laughs> <laughs> yeah steroids and a pez dispenser <laughs> yeah all right so but anyways uh, i'm done with my tirade guys. anyway Keep... um okay yeah um I kind of got to get out of here. Guys. Oh, okay. Oh, um, oh, but we have something we got. I think we got to. So we got to kind of like skip over something because I wanted BWF theater back, bitches. And it is, as a matter of fact, 
I just got wah wah wah. Huh? <laughs> JT, you get your wish, sir. Uh, I'm just gonna keep this picture of. Uh, I keep this picture on the screen. He's so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see Ogling. He has his phone out. (laughs) He's taking a picture. He's like right behind her, taking a picture of her ass. Hell yeah. I would be too. Zooming in on it. (laughs) Well, you got to make sure you get every nook and cranny. (laughs) Even see the saliva dripping out of his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You actually can. (laughs) (laughs) So he got. So JT, he wanted BWF theater back, bitches. Yeah, and I, I wrote it intentionally that it doesn't necessarily have to be in context for what happened on SmackDown, just because. Cool. <laughs> so, so, I wanted BWF theater back, bitches. Wee! Am I even here? Do I exist? Let, let me take a selfie because I, I'm an, a narcissistic asshole. Didn't we peer pressure you to join Twitter and Facebook? I, I went all in. <laughs> Cock talk every Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> Available at some random website that Joe is using this week. <laughs> the website is down, buddy. Down under. <laughs> Shrimp. Barbie. Brett's magic skate. <laughs> no, I don't update things anymore. I'm butthurt that I'm I'm in Tasmania and that the Dale Stars got stopped and are out of the play- NHL playoffs. I took a selfie butt hurting him. <laughs> the sheep broke the bat broke at the back and make him humble. Wasn't the WWE in the UK this week? Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, where were they? Who's on first? He's on second. He hate me. I hate he too. <laughs> Good times. XFL. Is that on the network? Wee. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, you know something, brother. This week is the the Mark Noise's birthday, so I gotta throw it out there and throw a rich happy birthday from the largest arms on the internet, brother. Happy birthday to you, brother. Oh, you did that last year too. It was you... the best day ever. <laughs> That's why he did it again. He wanted to make sure it was the best day ever again. <laughs> Yeah, well, I miss the the best champion ever. I miss Vacant. He was a true champion, much like the TNA roster. Yep. Nope. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you. Well, I invented bad news, brother. <laughs> oh, really? I wrestled across the territories of the fucking WWF for years. My name is Alan. Hi, Hi, Alan. Alan. <laughs> I won a fucking bronze medal in judo in the 1976 Olympics in judo with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I broke a pencil once. Was the pencil a geek? Yeah, yeah, I sodomized chickens or something. It's what's best for business. I'm pretty sure geeks involve chickens, but not anally raping them. Are you sure? Yep. Shit. I mean, um, KFC for all. <laughs> okay. Get the fuck out of my apartment. We haven't even established that we are in your apartment in the script yet. I just never left. I thought you went to the bathroom, though. Oh, you are the worst date <laughs> ever. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, I got the medical test back. I'm leaving now. <laughs> Hold up, Joe. It's Box, Joe. Am I supposed to drop an N-bomb now? <laughs> no, his name is Dio, and he dances in the sand. Fuck you, G. <laughs> yes, fuck me indeed. But all of you need to leave my apartment now. There's only one solution. Doom! I am fire! I am death! Brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's been so long. It was a good night. Good day, guys. I gotta go do memorial... 
Memorial Day stuff. All right. I'm drinking. I eat, I, <laughs> I eat drink here. Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> be on my boat. Um, so, um, yeah, have a good rest of the show. And, again, happy birthday, Mark. Um, I'll see you guys all next week. Have we'll see you, JT. Yeah. See you, JT. <laughs> yeah. JT's leaving, and in about 10 minutes, we're going to get uh, Michael McCurdy of IHWE Radio on the show. Wow. So okay. what, a, what a great pickup. So we're going to talk to him about the show and his uh, career in wrestling and production work and uh, some of the great guests they've had on IHWE Radio lately that we would like to have here that <laughs> have not responded to us. Eventually, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> we're begging. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I'm I'm begging because I'm not above it. <laughs> well, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I do it very well. <laughs> but I, I do have one quick question about SmackDown. All right, because because G watched the edited version and I watched the unedited one, which was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find that because I didn't watch it. I'm sure I could find it <laughs> during Hogan's little tirade. I actually said who the fuck decided to chill the network in the, in the UK. <laughs> that was Hogan, awesome. Hogan did say it was coming to the UK, but you don't mention it in the review. So was that edited out? Yeah. Because in the uh, United, I don't recall saying that, that in the it's coming show. to the UK. It wouldn't shock me that they, they would edit that out. The WWE has been getting in a little bit of hot water for making promises they can't uh, fulfill. Yes, they send Hogan out to say that. Yeah, they, I, 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 I don't remember seeing that in the intro. If it was there, I, I totally don't remember it at this point in time. Um, but so, but I'm serious though. I, I wouldn't shock me if they would edit that out. Hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not even. I mean, it's funny as you know, it is to joke about their financial losses and everything. I, they're probably a little bit more sensitive to making those types of promises right now. I would expect. Yeah, I also didn't realize they had actual lawsuits going against them right now. I mean, we, 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 yeah, for sure. I mean, we all no know what Vince's face must have The L word around. <laughs> Remember when, uh, when uh, Linda lost her last uh, campaign as senator? Remember that fi- picture of uh, Vince's face? That's what he looks like right now. <laughs> I remember that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Except oh. this cost him more than the Senate. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, uh, well, let's go into a break song. And we'll come back and we'll talk a little SmackDown while we're awaiting our phone call from our guest. Let's do that. Uh, so, G, why don't you intro the break song? Okay. Um, this is, I figured it's about time I put some tragical hip on the show because, you know, cliche Canadian band. It's called <laughs> The Inevitability of Death. Actually, I really enjoy this song, and it's about the right length for a break song. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my intro. You can get it off of the Day for Night album. I love the hip. And this is a nice little good old rock song. Yes. All right. Here we go. Of us still. 
death of inevitability to death just a little bit. I thought you beat the death of inevitability to death just a little bit. All right, we're back. Yes, we are. We're like in mid-conversation, but we're back. <laughs> I, I was enjoying the song, and then you know, of course, we're talking, trying to like make plans and shit, and the 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 hip just apparently didn't have a long enough song. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll talk after the show. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, welcome back, Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode one twenty-seven. We're waiting on uh, Michael. Uh, what the heck is his name? <laughs> I feel bad now. No, I, 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 I don't want to screw up his name. That's why I'm Michael McCurdy. We're waiting for him. And uh, he should be calling us anytime now. So what else happened on SmackDown? Because I completely missed the show. <laughs> I I really didn't watch a lot of it. Um, Ziggler had a, a no DQ match against uh, Batista. And, of course, lost that. Um Jimmy Hart was there. Yeah, he was. Him and Hulk Hogan were in the same ring together for the first time in a long, 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 long time. Um, Bo, Bo Dallas debuted. <sighs> oh boy! I was hoping we didn't have to talk about that. <laughs> Does anybody believe he's going to stick around longer than a couple of matches this time? I don't know. I he he didn't even look that impressive against Sin Cara, and uh, I, I just I don't know. I wasn't impressed. You know, he had his uh, he had a match against Big E on NXT, and if Big E won, Bo Dallas was fired from NXT. Oh, That's shit. Great. And Big E won, <laughs> and uh, so you know, Bo Dallas is you know real upset that he lost. You know what I mean? And the fans are just like, Bo, leave, Bo, leave, Bo, <laughs> Bo leave. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the funniest thing that happened in that match was that. Uh, after the match, Bo goes up to uh, Sin Cara and shakes his hand and said, You're, you did all right. You did all right. One day, you'll be as great as me. And, and that, then, you know, that was it. <laughs> it was fucking annoying, but whatever. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just can't get into him. He's... <laughs> You know, and give, I did the unthinkable by watching a Sheamus versus Del Rio match. Oh, oh, oh. you must have been hurting. <laughs> Heyman was on commentary. <laughs> <laughs> if 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 anybody is uh, in our chat box, Maven fan left, and we're joined by Richmond Awesome in bed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> whose whose tw- whose Twitter handle is at I'm Awesome in bed. 
Fantastic. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> now, are you hinting at something here? <laughs> no, that's just who's in the chat room right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. It's Mike Knox. You know he's got to be awesome in bed. <laughs> well, we got no, another uh, Adam Rose segment with uh, Vicky Guerrero. I caught that. I, I was home for that. <laughs> that was pretty cool, actually. <laughs> I had fun with that. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> the, just, the whole fucking interaction with Vicky and everything, it was just, wow. <laughs> it was, and it's, it was a good... A very good choice of a character to have him interact with because it it right off the bat you have one character who has genuine heat with the audience mm-hmm. in Vicky and that that can only help establish uh, Rose as more of a a face and it also brought out a little bit of the angrier side of of him which is good because a party guy all the time guy doesn't really come across of as a threat. Yeah, but I, they got to give him that edge, and by doing so, I think he ha- he'll have a legitimate shot with the, the audience. But they were, that's that's easily the you know the f- criticism you would have of the gimmick coming out of uh, this week. I would say that they've put a little of the injection in there. They can put a little bit more next week as they build towards the pay per view. Rose might have a chance to to shed the dancing gimmick type of thing that guys like Brodus Clay and Fandango, you know. And Emma, for fuck's sakes, have, have kind, of, kind of been saddled with. <laughs> Emma. I love Emma. She's so the much main, fun. The main roster needs more dancers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I've seen some... Uh, some uh, you, you know, I get a lot of people telling me, like, oh, I hate that Adam Rose gimmick. I think that's so stupid. I, I'm in the car with my buddy. Uh, he's driving me home the other day. And my wife calls me, and my ringtone is uh, the Adam Rose theme, the the current one, not the original. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, he's like, "Oh man, I love that dude. That dude's awesome!" Like, <laughs> shit. Hey, somebody besides me actually digs the gimmick. Mm-hmm. I love it. I I think it's a lot of. I think it's oh, so. Oh 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 oh! Hold on. Let's get our call here. Hello, caller. You're on the air with BoardWrestlingFan.com. Yeah, this is Michael McCurdy. Hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Thank glad, you. Glad to have you. Uh, Michael is the host of IHWE Radio, which airs every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> so, how did you uh, come about being the host of IHWE Radio? I see you're in California, and of course, IHWE is based in uh, Texas. Um, David Fuller, who's obviously the owner and founder of IHWE, he put up a notice on Facebook that he was interested in starting a podcast and wanted to know if there was someone who would be interested in being the host. I had we him and I messaged back and forth, so I told him I'd give it a shot. I'd never done radio before, and three days later he told me that we were going on the air uh, Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Central, and it went from there. I think he just kind of threw that together at the last possible second because he was messaging me like, Dude, uh, where do you do your podcast at? I think by that point, we had just started doing it on our own server. So it's like, well, we're doing it on our own server. I could maybe set something up for you or, or you know, get you a good place to go. And he, well, I'm just going to do blog talk radio. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, uh, it was quickly put together. 
uh, like I said, um, I think he messaged me. It was on a put a Facebook post on a I think it was like a Tuesday, and then like two days later, like that Thursday, he's like, "Okay, we go on the air next week." Like, all right, <laughs> let's do it. So, and then timing wise, our debut episode turned out to be the same night that they were announcing the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club honorees for this year. So, we kind of jumped on that and got them on board. And our first show was them coming on to announce the honorees that had just been posted up on their website. So we kind of started off with a bang. <laughs> and it's continued. You guys have had some great guests. I mean, you kind of just you kind of just jumped right into radio, and all of a sudden you're doing uh, – you had Mick Foley on not too long ago. You've got Jim Cornette. We had, yeah, we had Mick Foley and Gary Young back in March. Uh, first time they'd talked with each other since 1990, so it's first time in 24 years. Wow. And Jim Cornette will be coming up this week. He got postponed. There was bad weather in Louisville uh, last Wednesday, so he had to cancel like three minutes before we go on the air. He had to cancel, so he's going to be on this Wednesday. So you, you've never done radio before. What was that first episode like for you? Um, not doing radio before. I was nervous. I didn't know what I was doing, and especially being given the host. I mean, not even a co-host, not just the guy that sits there and kind of you know, chats with whoever's hosting. He gave me the spot and said, "Okay, we're going to do this." So, leading up to that show, I was I was nervous. I had a lot of you know butterflies in the stomach. I was afraid I was going to screw up, and I made a couple of mistakes. But I mean, it went pretty good. And every week, as we keep doing the show, it just gets easier and easier. In fact, now I'm taking a more active role in actually helping book guests and format the show each week and stuff like that. So. It's a learning process, but I'm enjoying it, and as time has gone on, it's done pretty well. It's good. I, I was telling David, because he actually, I think, invited me to uh, the Jim Cornette one, because I, I've been mentioning to him that I want Jim Cornette on our show. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's like, oh, you know, here it's it's Wednesday at uh, you know 8 p.m. Like, yeah, except for one problem. I'm busy at Wednesdays. <laughs> on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. It's got to be the same. You know, it's right when we're finishing up, uh, George and I here, mm-hmm. finish up our other podcast that we do, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of makes uh, timing very tough for us, um, but you know, we, we, eventually, I'm sure we'll get him. <laughs> did you? Uh, did you? Now, did you have the same nervousness for the first episode as you had when you had that first like big name guest on? Yeah, the first big name guest we actually had. Uh, the first few weeks we had Bruce Hart and Bill Anderson. We had Rob Schamberger on. Our first major guest that we had was Kevin Von Erich, and we had hyped it for weeks. We had callers coming in, and when we first went on the air, if you know anything about Blog Talk Radio, on your studio board, you'll see a list of all the numbers that are in queue to, to call in and talk, and I think within five minutes, we had like a dozen numbers on the board. I mean, just instant, and I was like, okay, all these people want to come on. They all want to talk. We hadn't done live callers yet. To that extent, we've done a couple, but not to that many. So having Kevin Von Eric on was really like a big test for me. So we had a couple minor issues. We had a guy who called in and wanted to be, you know, the funny guy and did some Indian accent and <laughs> insulted Kevin, and, well, he got cut off pretty quick. But other than that, that show went really well. Uh, Gary Young and Mick Foley was another one I was a little nervous about. But that one turned out to be really easy because those two just, talked back and forth for you know 45 minutes Dave and I just kind of sat and enjoyed the conversation and 
you know, we threw in a question here and there, but for the most part, they took over. So, <laughs> oh, those are the best guests. Those are the the ones where you're just like, "Hey, so how's it going?" And then they talk for forty five minutes, and you're just kind of sitting there like, "Yeah, okay, cool, <laughs> this works. <laughs> this will, yeah, this will happen." <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so, is this the first interview that you've been the interviewee then? No, I've actually done um, a couple of them. I have a book that I'm working on. Uh, if you don't mind me throwing the name out there. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Encyclopedia WCCW, and I've done a few interviews to promote the work I'm doing and all that and kind of get the word out of the research that I'm working on. So I haven't done a lot of interviews, but I've done a few. This is probably, in fact, I did one last night with uh, HPU Radio out of uh, Canada with Bruce Hart and all that, their own Hart tribute. I was on that last night. And, in fact, there is another one tonight, uh, Heartbeat Radio on Blog Talk Radio. It's... uh airing tonight it's another Owen Hart tribute hosted by Johnny Mantell tonight and I'm going to be calling in on that one so I've done a few of these so interview wise being the interview being the person being interviewed I've had a little experience being the one doing the interviews that's what I'm still working on (laughs) all right it gets easier as it goes along just you got to do your research sometimes it's not that easy to do research on uh, especially some of the guys that uh, David will throw at you (laughs) 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 we had uh, we had IHWE star Thomas Shire was on our show a couple of weeks ago and we got it It was it was the week warrior passed away so it was almost like we don't want to we don't really want to talk business because of the whole you know it's like that was hard on us as wrestling fans who grew up in that era and so Saturday night David goes yeah I got Thomas Shire for you tomorrow <laughs> yeah that's great damn it and we're all you know busy got <laughs> things to do you know can't really do research so we had <laughs> Thomas Shire come on and he's like yeah I don't know what's going on I'm like yeah neither do we tell us about yourself <laughs> 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 and luckily he was one We've of those had, yeah yeah he was one of We've those. We've had guys. that a couple times on our show. Uh, I hate to admit this, but he's. We've had we had uh, Pierre Abernathy on, and he's with uh, St. Louis Anarchy. I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know much about him, so David sent me a link. And like the day of the show, I'm kind of reading to do the best I can to figure it out. Ended up kind of handing it over to David. Had him do most of the interview. I think I chimed in like one question. So we, we've had that a couple times. There's a few names that have popped up that I'm just like, I can find it, but I work a full-time job. I have three children. So sometimes getting the research done is a little difficult, but, you know, I've done my best. <laughs> it, do, it doesn't work so well sometimes, <laughs> that's, that's for sure. Uh, June 3rd at 6 p.m. Central Time, you guys are going to be broadcasting live from the Cauliflower Alley Club annual reunions. that that's correct? Yes, actually, uh, two-night simulcast. We're broadcasting June 3rd and June 4th. Oh, I got it there. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a special start time. We're going to be on at 6 p.m. Central, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific, and David will be hosting from Fort Worth, and I will be live in Las Vegas at the reunion. So we're going to be doing 90 minutes from the Vegas reunion uh, two nights in a row, so... We got some guests lined up and all that, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be next of our uh, our big challenge or whatever. See how we're able to, you know, put that show together and get the interviews all because this time, I mean, live on the air, we're going to be nobody's calling in. People are just going to be coming over, sitting down at the table with me, putting on a headset, and then we're going to go. So, you know, definitely <laughs> got to make sure we have all the 
logistics all planned out and everything. So a lot of detail going into that show. So. And a blog talk radio, that's all done through the phone, right? That's like you have to call yeah, in it's, and, it's and all it's all phone. Yeah. So you're you're basically going to be sitting there with your phone in your hand, you know, passing it back and forth between you and a guest at the at the uh, Cauliflower Alley Club, basically. Well, well, no. Um, I actually was able to figure out a, a technical way to kind of do it. We ended up investing money in a second phone line, so we'll have a guest line to call in, and then my line to call in. We both have wireless headsets, so. Yeah, we'll both be calling in. We'll be sitting side by side, but we'll each be on uh, different phones and calling into the show and talking to David that way. So, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Don't have a studio, so you know we do the you know do the best you can with Block Talk Radio. So yeah. it's all online, and you rely on the phone line. So every once in a while, you get a bad connection or a dropped call. That's happened. So, but hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, everything's going to go well on uh, the third and fourth. Hopefully, hopefully. We we know about technical glitches here on our show. <laughs> in, oh, fa- yeah. in fact, I messaged you right before the show to tell you, hey, yeah, our phone system's working today. <laughs> we had, uh, it was uh, what, when Black Bart was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Black Bart was calling in, and we couldn't get, we couldn't answer the phone. It wasn't let us. We're like, what the hell? We we definitely oh, had some trouble. We had that. We, <laughs> we had, had like, I had that. A- Go ahead. Oh, sorry. That's right. I had that a couple times actually. Um, while we're on the show, we have uh, Facebook open, so him and I can message back and forth if we have any, you know, to feed off each other, any questions we need to get in. And uh, the guests will contact us that way if they have any questions before they come on. And I had a caller one time. He was supposed to be online. It was uh, one of us, a local guy out of Oregon, the devil himself, Derek Drexel. He was calling in to uh, promote a show that he was going to be on that I was actually promoting. So he was coming on to do his thing. And like a minute before he's supposed to be on, he's calling me and telling me, "Hey, the line's busy. It's not letting me through." <laughs> okay, hold on a minute. So David and I are kind of you know talking back and forth while I'm messaging with him, and he's trying to try. Finally, after like two or three minutes, we got a. Uh, he finally was able to get through. We don't know why there was a busy signal. Nobody else was on the line. We're supposed to have like I think fifty callers is allowed at one time during the show. So, I mean, we couldn't figure it out why, but you know minute before the show we're just kind of messaging on Facebook <laughs> trying to get him on and they finally got it on so uh, yeah I mean that's that's the important thing is figuring out a way around it <laughs> like, like the black part thing the phone would ring for like half a second and we'd go to answer it and he'd get silence on his end we'd get silence on our actually we'd go to voicemail for, for him <laughs> and so we're just sitting here like what the hell's going on <laughs> finally, finally ended up just calling him but uh, you know that's, that's the joy of doing a podcast I can imagine the voicemails that, that Bart would have left. I might have been entertaining, actually. I, 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 I was I, him a couple times, and I was hoping. I was hoping he would leave one, but he he actually did not leave a voicemail. He <laughs> hung up on our voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> he he didn't want to give us all that fun. <laughs> we got we got him nonetheless. <laughs> We've had Bart on a couple of times, and yeah, we 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 know about Bart. <laughs> oh, good people, very good people. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good guy. The first time I ever talked to him was to, uh, I wanted to have, get on him on board with some research for my book and all that. And I'd message him on Facebook. He said, I'll call you tomorrow. So he called. And we talked for a minute. And he goes, I just got to ask you boys, a, you boy, a question. I'm like, well, what's that, sir? He goes, how the hell can some kid from California write a book about Texas? <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> like, um, I have a deep interest in the sport and I mean I just went as best I could and 
<laughs> I, I won him over because I've talked to him a couple times since then, but that was one of the first things he asked me was, how the hell can a kid from California talk about Texas? Well, we have him so, on our show. We're from, we're in New York here. I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the th- that's the thing about David is David like da- David's all about Texas mm-hmm. except when it comes to hiring staff because <laughs> you're in California I'm in Buffalo and I did the website and, uh, he, he, you know. he's very good at outsourcing <laughs> I believe yeah his graphic guys in like the UK I believe yeah. his graphic guys in the UK he's got another guy that's from uh, like Detroit or something like that <laughs> he's got guys from all over the place doing all kinds of stuff for him and you know it's funny well, because the fun thing about that is with social media, with Facebook and all that, he's able to do that. I oh mean, yeah, absolutely. I've only known David for a short amount of time, but just in the time I've known him, I'm impressed with the amount of effort and time that this guy puts in. I mean, I get messages from him at like, <laughs> you know, ten or eleven o'clock at night my time, which is one a.m. where he's at, and he's like, "Oh hey, got this call. We got so and so coming on in Wednesday." I'm like, "Okay." And I'm assuming he's up with his son because, you know, he's got a little baby. Right. But, I mean, 1 o'clock in the morning and the man's still, you know, oh, I got this guest on and we're going here. It's like, okay. I mean, I'll do whatever, but it just amazes me the time he puts in. So, Oh, no, I, I, and I, I completely know that about him because I was doing the uh, IHWENow.com and he's, you know, up in the middle of the night sending me messages like, hey, how, how about we do this instead? Like, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about that, like, the night before the website was supposed to go up. He's up until, like, 2 a.m. or something, his time, and messaging back and forth with you. I heard some of that, so. Yeah, we're, we're messaging, and uh, it's like, okay, you know, I think it's done. Take a look. Like, hey, can we do this instead? <laughs> like, come on, man. We're supposed to launch today. <laughs> we got it launched on time, but it was just like, dude, really? <laughs> and it's a great-looking site. I mean, I've got it bookmarked, you know, for... Anyone who's listening who didn't catch that, it's ihwenow.com. Uh, great website. It's got links to all of our podcasts, uh, the Hall of Fame, his uh, YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash ihwe2009. Uh, so, I mean, it's basically everything ihwe is on that site. So the work that you put into it is, I'm absolutely amazed by it. So, in fact, especially in the small window of time that, you know, you had, because he told me it was one day he goes, Oh, I'm trying to buy get my domain name back. All right. And then like two days later, Oh, I got this guy to do the website. And then like a week <laughs> later, Oh, we launch on Saturday. <laughs> Which was my idea like actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was my he, he bought the domains and he's like he's like, Who did your website? Like I did. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Uh can you do mine? Like yeah, sure. I'll I'll give it a shot. You know, like what the hell do I know about? You know, I'm up here in New York. I'm uh, I've never been to an IHWE show. I don't know who half the guys are on the roster. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I, I can do this, and then I get to talking to David about what he wants, and then we have a phone conversation, and I tell him, you know, okay, yeah, I can I I think I can pull that off for you. How about we shoot for? Uh, I think we launched on like the 17th or something just the other day. Yeah. And, um, and I said, you know, how about we shoot for the 17th, and that gives you three weeks to promote the IHW experience on June 8th. And he goes, yeah, that'd be awesome. And then, like, as I'm starting to work on it, he's like, well, how about we add this, and how about we add that? How about we do this, and how about we... Like, oh, come on, man, dude, really. But, you know, it was it was all stuff I was able to do. He's still asking me for stuff that I don't know if I can pull off, but we're going to work on that, I guess. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was... It was well, you got to remember it. This is a guy who posted up on Facebook wanting a host for a podcast, and 
I responded never doing radio before, and you know now, you know I've been doing it for six months. So somehow, man, he's he's, he's a motivator, uh, influential. He's, yeah, there you he go. Can talk you into anything. <laughs> there you go. He's a mo- he he's definitely a motivator. Like I'm sitting here, like I got into a car crash like oh, just over a week ago, and I'm I'm sitting here actually almost two weeks ago, and I was working on the site, and I'm just like. I'm not fucking working on this tonight, and I still got the damn thing on. <laughs> He's like, "Oh man, I hope you feel better from your car crash." By the way, can we do this? <laughs> He's a great guy to work for, though. I say, David, if you're listening, man, this is all good. You know, we love you, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> if he's not listening live, I know he's gonna probably tune in a little later when it goes up on iTunes and Stitcher and all that stuff. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was. I think the last thing he needed to do before we launched was uh, we had the widget from blog talk radio for uh for ihwe now or for ihwe radio and uh it only went back i think like six or seven weeks and he's like can we get it to go all the way back to january <laughs> oh <laughs> let me see what i can do and of course we got it all the way back to the first episode that you <laughs> that you did so <laughs> wow <laughs> that's great <laughs> luckily we've only been going for six months it could have been a lot worse <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh wow <laughs> we ran into no problem here we couldn't get on itunes because we had so many damn episodes it's like okay you're out of room <laughs> <laughs> We've, we got it fixed, but we're, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and all that stuff. But, you know. They cut you off. Originally. Yeah, I've heard about that. I guess our, our show is distributed through you guys on iTunes now, too. Is that correct? He was doing it for a while. He was sending, this, sending them to me every week and then just uh, for the first couple of weeks. And then all of a sudden, it's like I didn't get any. He's like, I'll send it to you. And then I never got it. So it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were, we were putting up some of the IHWE uh, radios. Hmm. I just said, you know, one of those little details that, you know, I was just told, oh, we're going to go through iTunes. Okay. <laughs> and that's basically why he went through me is because we were going, we we have ours on iTunes, and he's like, oh, well, you know how to do it through iTunes. Can you put us, can you get us on iTunes? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> nice. I, I kind of think a lot of the, you know, the stuff that goes through is kind of the, he has the idea, he throws it out there, somebody jumps on board with him, and we just go. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it gets done. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, exactly. And like this summer coming up, he's got a uh, June eighth that on for ISW Experience is actually also going to be a TV taping, right. and he's going to be editing that into thirty minute episodes, which are going to run on uh, the YouTube channel, which once again YouTube dot com slash ISW two thousand nine. Throw in the plug, uh, and that's going to be thirty minute episodes of that, and those are going to air, I believe, through the end of July through. December. I think he's got TV planned all the way through to January based off of the experience. And then in September, he's got a show that'll be recorded also for television. So July 30th, he's got IHWE TV starting. So another project he's jumped on and got going. And in fact, July 30th will actually be his last night as a co-host on IHWE radio. He'll be an occasional host on that. And we're going to be announcing a new co-host in probably about the same time. So it'll be me and then my co-host continuing on with the radio show to promote IHWE TV. And in turn, IHWE TV on YouTube will promote the upcoming episode of IHWE Radio. So he's already got all that in the works and planned out. So there's a lot of things coming up this summer that you know we're really looking forward to. So it's going to be definitely a busy summer for 
for David, for HWE, for myself. I mean, I think everybody involved, we're going to be working this summer, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Got a full plate. <laughs> Hey man, can you can you throw up this episode of IHWE TV? Like, dude, put a fucking swimming pool, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm currently not near a computer, so get back to me later. <laughs> oh, we were out last week uh, at a sh- at a, at an indie show around here, and he's messaging me like, "Hey, can we do this?" Like, dude, I I don't know. I'm busy watching wrestling right now. <laughs> I'm supporting the indie community. <laughs> Gotta let me do this. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> He's also got the uh, Legends of Texas reunion coming up. We just shared that one yesterday on the on IHWENow.com, uh, Sunday, July 20th at 1 p.m. at uh, Collected, your pop culture headquarters at 3502 Blue Bonnet Circle in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, I know you're doing the uh, WCCW book. This has a, a lot of uh, former WCCW stars. Are you going to be uh, trying to make your way out there? Uh, unfortunately, traveling from California to Texas is like about a thousand dollar investment. So, <laughs> no. But uh, <laughs> we're actually working on it. Hopefully, because he's got Eric Embry, Black Bart, James Beard, and Chico Torres. Um, we're in the process now of talking, trying to see if we can get that panel on our show the Wednesday before, not just to promote and also have a chance to interview those guys. So the people who can't make it to the uh, reunion thing there could actually call in and listen to the show and also tentatively we're still working on it got to hammer out the details but i would like to go but unfortunately as i said it's a it's a major investment unfortunately so yeah no that's 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 for sure (laughs) (laughs) that's for sure don't want to get too far in the hole because of that (laughs) no I'm going to no, go to no, a wrestling show. My wife show. might have a problem <laughs> if I told her I was going to Texas. So I'm just going to fly to Texas to go meet Eric Embry. You know what? Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That gets you in a whole different type of hot water. <laughs> uh, see, if it was if it was like, you know, uh, old WWF guys, you know, my wife would be like, yeah, of course we're going to go. Let's go. Got yourself a wrestling fan. I, I plan on making it out that way. In fact, next year uh, at the Hall of Fame, he's got the Von Erich family going in. Yeah. So we're talking about possibly me coming out there to, you know, for the Hall of Fame to see the Von Erichs go in. And then, of course, now I'm in the same vein as David. I suggested, hey, maybe I could actually set it up and we could do – you know, a special episode of the podcast live from the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we could do it. Let's do Let's try that. So I unfortunately suggested it, but now we're actually going to look into maybe doing a live podcast from the IHWE Hall of Fame next year. So well, that'd be cool. Just one of those other ideas in the back of our mind that we're working on. So I've been trying to get him to fly me out to some of these uh, events he's got coming. <laughs> well, I'm in Buffalo, man. So <laughs> it's a hell of a drive. It's a little bit further than you, I think. Yeah, that doesn't work as well. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, we've got, you know, there's lots of things going on as far as that goes. And like I said, you know, being with social media, you know, it's almost like working side by side with him. I mean, he's able to message me and instantly I can pretty much message him back unless, you know, I'm busy working or something like that. But we get back to each other pretty quick. So, I mean, just the distance of California to Texas or Texas to New York, I mean, through the messaging and the phone system, you know, and all that. You know, we're pretty much able to work side by side with each other on these projects. So I think everybody kind of knows what each other is doing. So you know, yeah. couldn't do that. You know, ten or fifteen years ago. So absolutely, 
10 or 15 years ago, we'd be sitting here like, what the fuck is IHWE? <laughs> Where's Fort Worth, Texas? I, actually, I think IHWE was, I think that was about the time it started, I believe. He yeah. was doing it like 16 years ago. Uh, I but, think it know. started in uh, 99, if I'm not mistaken. 98 or 99. I'm sure it's on here yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I put it on here somewhere. <laughs> it, it was 1998. It's on the website, IHWENow.com. Go check it out. <laughs> 1998, yes. Yep. Then my space name is IHWE1998. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we don't have a link to the MySpace on here. <laughs> Does anybody use MySpace anymore? I don't think so. Uh, I can't get back into mine. I, I go on MySpace every now and then if I want an old picture of mine that I don't yeah, currently no. have. <laughs> That's what I do. Some of my old Cauliflower Alley Club pictures are on there with like Ox Baker and the missing link and those guys will be like, oh, I need that picture link. So I go on there and download it onto my computer and I have it that way. So if anything, it's just a place to save old photos now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's where I met my wife, so all of our early stuff is on there. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. So, anyways. Send me an IM on AOL Instant Messenger while you're at it. <laughs> right. ICQ. Wow. <laughs> Getting dated. Does here. AOL Instant Messenger still work, too? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> well, that, that's the old way of communicating there, you know. Yeah. AOL, you know. Boop. Oh, hey, somebody messaged me. Right. <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> you were excited to get that notification, too. I got mail, all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. My, my buddy was getting so much, like, porn in his email that he actually re-recorded the AOL thing so when he got when he got a, an email it would go you've got porn mail <laughs> wow oh, I thought you were going to say it says you've got male genitalia <laughs> that would have been even better <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that is so Ooh, cool taking a turn. Yeah, that's how it goes <laughs> Things can degenerate really fast here. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason I, they call this show Cock Talk. <laughs> I can I can understand that. We had a show uh, a few weeks back, and there was like about, I think, a half-hour gap between guests, so Dave and I were just killing time, and we were talking about upcoming CAC in Vegas, and I had made a joke about how I was going to be hanging out at the pool with the ladies, so, that, you know. Purely business, you know, promoting, you know, IWE and all that. Right. He was giving me a hard time about it. And next thing you know, he's like coming up with this whole idea about uh, a sequel to The Hangover, but we're using like guys from the CAC and the parts of the, you know, The Hangover and all that. And we just kind of rattled off about that for like 10 or 15 minutes to the point where, I mean, I had tears in my eyes. I was laughing so hard listening to all this, but we were partying with Michael Hayes and. <laughs> and one guy was in a bathtub betting a promo on Ric Flair, and it just, I don't know what happened, but it went somewhere. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. you got nothing else to talk about. You just kind of start chatting amongst yourselves, and it comes up with, like, the most random crap. <laughs> like, anybody that tunes into our show right at 2 p.m., it will be sitting here like, I thought this was a wrestling show. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, I haven't heard God. wrestling at all. What the hell? <laughs> and eventually one of us is like, so anyway, we're here to talk about wrestling, right? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what we're here for. <laughs> eventually we'll get down to well, that. You know, talking about porn emails, there might be some 
wrestling in there. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> well, the W in IHWE does stand Not the for kind we're promoting on IHWE <laughs> or anything, but... Well, the H stands for hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez. Uh, anyway. David is going to kill us when he hears this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'll warn him. I'll warn him ahead of time. I'll be like, all right, dude, Thank I did you. the interview. Um, well, I understand that you don't want me working for you anymore. <laughs> Wow, oh, man, we love the guy and we love the product. <laughs> just have to have some fun at his expense. Yeah, just I guess. <laughs> he knows how the, he's, he's been on the humor. I think we'll be okay. He's been on this show a few times. I th- I think he'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our show is right. kind of the same thing. I mean, we want people to call in and yeah, we're going to interview Jim Cornette and we've had you know Gary Young on there. We're going to have uh, Barbara Goodish on June eighteenth. So, you know, I mean, we have the major guests and all that. You know, people call in, talk with them, but we also want to entertain people. So there's a lot of times it'll just be him and I just talking about whatever is on our mind. So, you know, we want people to tune into the show and realize that it, it's not like this hard-hitting, you know, straight facts, you know, you know, type of interview show. It's something where you're going to call in, you're going to hear two guys who really enjoy the business and enjoy what they're doing, and we want that to come across. We want people to call in and be entertained. You know, while they're listening, we don't want them to listen some dry. So tell us about your experience, in you know, and, and you go with that. We want to have some fun with it. So of course, <laughs> you know, just for the time I've been here, it sounds like you guys kind of have the same idea. You know, <laughs> this was uh, I was expecting a very kind of you know cut and dry type interview. Oh, I'm no, going to promote this and that, and then we're going to go. But you're we'll on the wrong show for that. Man. Yeah. Male and <laughs> oh, we're terrible. <laughs> oh, this is a, yeah. A lot of people come on the show and they don't really know what to expect, and they they think. Uh, I, I know Gregory Iron said a lot of people that like try to get him on podcasts are like eleven year olds, you know. <laughs> and he's like, I really didn't know what to expect, and you know. But then we're sitting here and we'll just we're just bullshitting, man. That's all we do. We don't, you know. Sometimes I'll come act with questions. Like year old. We yeah, act we like eleven year olds. Well, you know, I don't. I don't really. You know, you could ask these guys. I, I get in trouble a lot for not really preparing for interviews. Matt Bourne wanted to hit me with his uh, finishing move, the whoopee cushion. Uh, <laughs> you had it coming to you, though. Fired you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, nobody's fired me. But no, DDP didn't uh, fire me. DDP uh, yelled at me because I didn't see the uh, the video of um, uh, Arthur. The, the <laughs> I still haven't seen that video. <laughs> You gotta see that video anyway. Yeah, no, I get in trouble a lot for not doing my research, but a lot of times it's just like uh, I just want to come on and you know bullshit with the guests. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and a lo- sometimes it works, and sometimes uh, I'm getting uh, you know threatened by uh, Doink the Clown. <laughs> you know, the late the late Doink yes. the Clown. <laughs> yes, that's but you right. have stories out of that, you know. Well, of course, yeah. Tell, you know, you got something to. You're not just like, oh, I had Matt Bourne on and we talked about his career. No, you got threatened by him. I mean, you got a story there. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So, anyways. So, IHWE Radio airs every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, I believe. Is it Eastern Time or is it Central, Central Time? Central Time. 8 p.m. Central Time. Central, yeah. 8 p.m. Central Time. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, and 7 p.m. Mountain. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> 8 p.m. Central Time on Blog Talk Radio. And you can find all the past shows on IHWENow.com. Of course, you're working on a WCW, a WCCW book. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, do you have a time frame of when that's going to be released? Um, we were shooting for August of this year, but unfortunately, uh, as life goes, things come up. So 
uh, reworking a new release date. I'm hoping now we're shooting for 2015, so there'll be an official announcement about that uh, coming up in the next few weeks. So, And, of course, as soon as we know about it, we'll have it up on IHWENow.com. We'll, pl- we'll even plug it here on Board Wrestling Fan for you. Damn. I appreciate it. Maybe I can come on uh, again sometime. We can talk about uh, the book and the research I'm doing and kind of get the word out there because the other shows I've done, people hear what I'm doing and I might get it today. I instantly get Facebook messages from people going, oh, I went to this, so I've actually picked up a lot of uh, research material from doing shows like this. So Awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. All right, man. We'll... Well, we'll let you get back to your day and uh, your your research and everything else you got to do. So uh, I know you're busy. You got another show coming up tonight that you're doing an interview on. And <laughs> yeah, Heartbeat Radio. All right. Yes. Well, we'll let you be on your way, and we will definitely have you back uh, when you get the announcement out about the book. All right. Thank you. Good All talking right. to you. Take Good care. talking to you. Take care. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> Joe's neighbor sucks dick right now. I'm just gonna say that right at this what? point. <clears throat> Joe's got a neighbor that's fucking got his radio jukebox, whatever, going blaring next door. And we started off with "Eye of the Tiger," and now we are on Henry the Eighth. Was it "Eye of the Tiger"? I couldn't yeah, even. I was, couldn't even like tell. Oh God, I could. And this asshole. He he feels entitled to turn his shit up so everybody in the neighborhood could hear it. I I like my neighbor, but sometimes his timing is off with this. This dude needs to eat a fucking dog cock like now. <laughs> oh, dude, I am so aggravated at this dude. All right, let's go kill him. Can we please? Oh, Team fuck. Omega, unite! Dude, it's your time. <laughs> I, I would I would really be so happy to kick this dude's ass right now. <laughs> All right, I sent my clone army, and they'll be there in uh, a couple weeks. Oh, shit. Foot. They have to walk. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, any time's better than no time. <laughs> well, they don't walk. They travel by foot. You see the foot ninjas <laughs> carry them. <laughs> so, okay. By bucket brigade. <laughs> Shout out to CheapHeat.com and AngryMarks.com. Of course, our great sources for wrestling news. And, of course, Jim Cornette's uh, the Jim Cornette Experience co-host, Alice. RWRpodcast.com for her show. <laughs> and, of course, Booker T's gave us a nice little shout-out on Twitter the other day, and uh, they've got some great stuff. Check out some of their designs for T-shirts at BookerTees.com, BookerTees.com, and at BookerTees on Twitter. <laughs> Bo oh. leaving birthdays. Bo Dallas turned 24 today. Jesus. Holy shit, he was born the day before me. (laughs) Uh, Bray Wyatt also recently turned 27, and this is here because one of the European crowds sang happy birthday to him. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, he's only a couple, he's like a couple of weeks older than my wife, Bray Wyatt. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's great. So we've we had the WWE investor conference call. We've got some notes. Uh, TV rights deals uh, nearly doubled rights fees, including domestic and international. Uh, NBC uh, deal was nearly, uh, but not quite doubled. Uh, they are somewhat disappointed in the deal, but overall they're happy considering the international deals went according to high expectations. Core business is strong, ratings are good, and live attendance is strong. $115 million have been spent on the WWE Network over the past few years on staff, production costs, capital expenditures, etc. Increase in revenues from TV rights deals to increase $75 million this year from last year. However, production costs will also increase $10 million as a result of the new deals. 
WWE Network can attract between 2.5 to 3.8 million subscribers globally within a few years. 1.4 to 1.4 million subscribers needed to make up for cannibalization of pay-per-view sales, assuming complete cannibalization of pay-per-view sales. Uh, if they have 1 million network subscribers by the end of the year, they will lose approximately $35 million from the network this year. Uh, Vince was indeed for Lo- in London for Raw. Uh, coming out with the network prior to negotiating TV deals had a negative impact on the TV deals. All TV deals recently negotiated will be less than five years. Their projections going forward are to assume complete cannibalization of pay-per-view sales, i.e. assuming no pay-per-view sales. Uh, audible shit from Vince when people on the call get con- disconnected. <laughs> okay, and I, I can confirm it was actually when Barrios got disconnected that he said shit. Okay. I didn't have a chance to update the notes, but that was okay. later revealed. It was... Yeah. Whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> the two guys trying to do damage control and one of them gets dropped. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing I can update a little bit on is uh, when Vince was asked directly about how long the deal was in the range of five years, he promptly dodged the question. <laughs> okay. Uh, very conf- They're very confident in the network management team in response to why there is a high turnover amongst the staff. Uh, and it should add that WWE stock was up about 4% prior to the call. It is now down about 1.5% as of 1225 Eastern. Uh, and the stock went down almost 3%. Buying opportunity? All right. Well, this keeps up. We can buy two stocks. Yeah, yeah let's do it. <laughs> the theme song of Payback is Ticking Bomb by Aloe Black, whoever that is. I wonder why I put that note there right after the... Uh the network (laughs) ticking bomb Uh, great both Comcast I'm very systematic where I place notes when I have an opportunity to sit down and look at how they should be set up which is why I put the birthday thing at the top Mark you'll notice I made that edit I only put it in today so I put it right at the bottom There, you know, we, I, I wasn't really involved with the, uh, the interview there for good reason. I, I was actually working on website stuff uh, for the show, ironically enough, on the podcast while you were doing an interview, setting up the shit for next week is one of the things. We, uh, I guess, you know, we, we, we do our own pre-planning. One of the things that we, we talked about, it is going to be a short news week, by the way, which is why I'm bringing this up. Okay. Is uh, there's sometimes weeks where... There isn't a lot going on, and it's easy to organize notes and try to talk, put segues in and things like that. But one other thing that you guys didn't touch on in the interview that we've talked about a little bit outside of the podcast is the ability to just toss the whole fucking script out and go with what works, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. There's, there's a little, a little uh, backdoor glimpse at my taint. Well, to be fair, the only thing that's scripted here is the news. Yeah. And the sheep tweet. Yeah. <laughs> but we have the ability to be like, fuck this, we don't need to talk about this. And, yep. <laughs> and just go go along with things. Like, like you know, like, like Michael's a, a great guest. He was a good guest. We got him at the last minute because I reminded David late in the week that it was that we had postponed his week from last week because we didn't get around to doing it. <laughs> to yeah, booking anybody. I've, I should probably not talk during interviews anymore. <laughs> oh, no. I was the sole reason that went to shit. Oh, no. Oh. Hell no, man. No. <laughs> Trust me, if anybody, I, I, I'd rather have you talk in an interview than me. <laughs> because <laughs> I feel I always feel so awkward. <laughs> like, See, you're, you're, uh, but you're really there to... I, George, you're I there to pick it up when... 
you're there to pick it up when I uh, kind of fum- uh, am fumbling for something to say. <laughs> I just couldn't resist answering the question. Yeah. <laughs> now I, I prefer to be the prank class. <laughs> Worst case emergency, because uh, <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt to have somebody like on the internet when we get these last minute guests searching for stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and that's usually what I, I think I would like to prefer to do. Especially when we get an announcements for uh, guests very late because I have no prep time on the weekend. I'm, I'm working too much. Just no, I don't, I don't. I'm with you. I, I think I found out yesterday, and it's like, I'm going out with my wife tonight, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no time to really look at this shit. <laughs> in, case, Omega, yo. in case of emergency, get G. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, I don't think there's a lot of, uh, like, a ton of information out there about Michael McCurdy because he's... You know, he's a fan like us. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's not a, uh, you know, he's not a he's not a talent. He's well, he is. You know, in his yeah. in his podcast, but you know, it's kind of like there's not a lot of information out there to be able to kind of uh, you know research, and that and that's the issue with some of these guys we get where they're indie guys and we can find some information about them, but there's not a whole lot out there, and they're just basically coming on to plug what they got going on and get people out to mm-hmm. see them. Mm-hmm. There's a few interviews ago where we I can't remember who it was, but there was barely anything about them. Chase Owens. Yeah, I think <laughs> Chase, Chase Owens is one of them. Ta- uh, Thomas uh, Shire. Uh, Ch- you had to break the glass on Chase Owens. <laughs> I remember that one well because I was like frantically searching for stuff. <laughs> All we found out about him that was was that he was in the Olympics or something. <laughs> <laughs> Not much of a claim no. to fame. <laughs> And oh my god, I fucking hate Joe's neighbor. Holy shit, this dude sucks. <laughs> His name, I'll find all shit about him on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Get some deep dark shit about him and I'll go well, over there and fucking blackmail shit. him. Oh boy. <laughs> Who's shitting? <laughs> hey, payback. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, both Comcast and Cox. 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 <laughs> are carrying the, the, the pay-per-view. <laughs> Uh, next uh, next Sunday. Oh shit, that's next Sunday. Yep. You might have to drive me to work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I'm here for for to help out. Oh yeah. He, oh, now all of a sudden he's playing another one bites the dust. So, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, WWE stock closed at ten ninety six on Monday, uh, only off thirty one cents, which almost has to be seen as a victory after the huge plummet of stock on uh, last Friday. I think it's kind of plateaued now, and it's staying where it is. In quotes, the law office of James C. Kelly is the latest to announce they are investigating WWE for possible securities fraud as it relates to misleading financial statements and their effect on the value of WWE stock. For whatever reason, it's worth. Uh, for whatever it's worth, though, the downside is the stock's value seems to have been quelled. It's up five cents to ten ninety as of Thursday. And another shareholder alert, the law firm of Levi and Korsinski, LLP, launches an investigation into possible breaches of fiduciary duty by the board of directors of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated. Classy action lawsuit coming up. (laughs) Oh, it'd be like the Royal Rumble. Yes. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Class action rumble. (laughs) Yeah. Every, Every two minutes. A new uh, law firm enters the uh, illegal action. And the last one standing gets all of Stephanie's stock. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. There's the change in the water. I at- TV this Sunday. 
Oh, God. Anyways. It's a special event. (laughs) (laughs) There's a change in the water at the Brooklyn Cyclones MCU Field in New York. TNA has partnered with them and promoted an annual base brawl for years, but this year's show on August 16th will be handled by Ring of Honor. Oh, boy. (laughs) Don't expect to see anything. <laughs> it's gonna start after it gets dark out, and the stadium lights are all gonna be off. Yep, all all the all, all the fucking uh, the staff at the stadium are already gone. <laughs> You're just on your own. <laughs> Christopher Daniels says he was coming back home to ROH at last week's pay per view, but he wasn't coming alone. And Kazarian's shirt was blurred out. It had to be since he's still under contract until June first. <laughs> well, that one quick, one other quick note from TNA is that Kaz was on a phone call with Kristen, <laughs> and he got beat up for calling them homie. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> he specifically mentioned Chris in the call because he was ending a call. Oh fuck! <laughs> I choose to believe that part was a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> oh my lord. Well, TNA and Wrestle One have scheduled a Japan show for July 6th in Sumo Hall uh, that will be taped and aired as a one-night-only pay-per-view. Tag Team Champions The Wolves will defend their titles, while X-Division Champion Sonata versus The Great Muda has also been announced. Ooh. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew that Mick Foley had uh, had said that he had reached a major decision. And, yeah, I, uh, I heard uh, he did, but I didn't bother watching the decision. Well, well, he he made a major decision. It was, it was it's very significant. It is very significant. It is it's it's very important, and we've got it here, right here on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Here it is, breaking news. Hello and welcome to the Foley Christmas Room for this important announcement. I don't ask that everybody agree or understand the decision I've reached. I just ask that you respect it uh, and my decision. My announcement is that after a lengthy absence of many years, I will once again be returning to rocking the fanny pack. Now, I know many of you out there might be disappointed and think he wasted our time on a fashion statement, but this is no mere fashion statement. Take, for instance, the fact that when I went in to see my son at school, his teacher took a look at my Santa Claus attire and said it's a little bit too early for Christmas, isn't it? And I said, teacher lady, don't you understand? It is not I who is too early for Christmas. It is you who are late for the Christmas season. For you see in front of you an article of clothing, a fashion era, and I see instead the entire world. I can keep my wallet in this pack. I can keep... He's fishing. Why, I've got a little tiny baby in this pack. Oh, no. I've got a little tiny baby in my pack I've got a little tiny baby in my pack Snitsky should be singing it with him tiny baby in my pack I've got a baby in my pack now you can sit there and bemoan the fact that the pack is coming back or you can simply accept that we're here oh that was great <laughs> and he turned out the fucking no lantern <laughs> That was great. He had a lantern. Yeah, he, he did. He had a lantern at the end of this. He was, yep. He did the whole Bray Wyatt thing at the end. <laughs> We're here, and he <laughs> fucking the thing. Uh, Mick Foley does have a proposal for WWE. <laughs> he says, "I'll sign the Legends deal if I get my own Santa figure and a spot on the at WWE Adam Rose Exotic Express. Call me WWE. Make it happen." 
due to love on the bus. Oh, fuck. Give him the spot now. <laughs> yeah. He you know, the interesting thing about this major announcement thing he did is that he's also been releasing videos uh, on the Global Force Wrestling website over the last week. I think there's had three of them come out. Uh, we can't read too much into that at all. No. But, I, I mean, it's just an interesting point of uh, to, to note that there's some sort of connection between him and them, obviously. Like, they wouldn't have his videos, you know, intentionally being posted there. So, I maybe he's maybe a bargaining chip. Maybe not. Maybe he's just trying to drum up a bit of rumbling to keep his name relevant. Who the fuck knows? But I didn't post the links to any of those videos because this fanny pack one was the only one that needs to be actually played. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and he's bringing Zubaz back next week. <laughs> the feeling in WWE is that Daniel Bryan may not be stripped on Monday and that the angle can be drawn out for a few more weeks. Uh, also knowing how they play things over there, it's going to be... it's He's going to get stripped. <laughs> and what they're going to do is they're going to... They're gonna, he, you know they're gonna go to his hospital bed, and they're gonna beat the piss out of him there. And Randy Orton and Triple H are gonna stand over him, like they. Yeah, do. he's gonna be in the bed holding the title, and they're just gonna beat the piss out of him and walk off with it. No, they're gonna first. They're gonna stand over him with while the titles are still on him while he's beat up, because that's how they end most Raws is by standing over somebody who's been beat up. And, uh, and then, you know, next, then the week after that, you know, he'll need more surgery and then they'll, then they'll beat him up again. <laughs> uh, there's a kiss goodbye. Randy Orton's going to just teabag him. Oh God. He's going to make him slick his grundle. Oh my God. <laughs> Triple H is going to bury his nose up in there with him too. <laughs> that big old schnozzer that he's got. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Dip your honker in my taint, Triple H. Well, there were loud CM Punk chants that were muted for the Raw TV broadcast uh, during Stephanie McMahon's promo about potentially stripping Daniel Bryan of the title. (laughs) Daniel Bryan is being advertised for Raw in Knoxville. Witness the return of Daniel Bryan when he answers Stephanie McMahon's demand to relinquish the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Uh, He's also being advertised for Madison Square Garden on July 12th, and the card suggests he won't be stripped. Naked, Brian, clap, 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 clap. No, because he might have... His beard will cover things up. I I am sure they're just trying to assess the actual severity of the neck injury and the healing process, and then they'll make their decision based on that. I mean, that, that makes the most sense to me. He doesn't have to be on payback, so there's ability to set up a whole new storyline possible they could keep the title on him. I can see that going that route. I mean, pay, this this payback pay-per-view, we know, we know we've been joking about it for weeks. It's just rematches. Yeah. <laughs> and and did anyone really want to see another Kane-Bryan match? No. Yeah. So, I'm going to stay, you know, I, I can be sometimes the most cynical son of a bitch on this show. I know that. But I'm going to be positive on this one. I'm going to I'm gonna uh, be the anti-G. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm going to say that I, I we, yes, I Totally aware. Tomorrow night, we might see him relinquish the title. Very plausible. But if I and I'm not a booker, I'm just gonna armchair this one. If I was in their shoes and I look around the landscape, who is ready to actually carry this title? I don't see anyone that's really a good pick. I mean, we just went through the Orton period, and that didn't really do that great. 
it could go back to Cena, I guess, but it's not necessary. Does he's one the one of the few guys that doesn't need a title at all? Wyatt's not ready. Cesaro's not ready. Sheamus is blah. <laughs> I know. So I I think holding off on this a little bit. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. You know, if if it looks like okay, you're 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 out till October or something. Okay, then they gotta they gotta play that card. And and they also have one storyline hitch that they can pull out and play in their hand of cards anytime they want. They don't always do it, but they can. And you guys know, the title must be defended every thirty days. <laughs> yeah. So I I see I see this being a possible loophole week or two, and if looks bad okay then strip them of the title but otherwise I mean there's been plenty of champions and, and, and star wrestlers who've been able to be active in some capacity while not actually in the ring Stone Cold comes to mind but yeah. of course Stone, Stone Cold never you know ran like a little bitch from uh, <laughs> Kane <laughs> if, in, if anything he ran to him and beat the piss yeah. out of him <laughs> <laughs> Oh, seriously. Well, well, we'll see what they do tomorrow. I'm, I'm holding out hope they. Do, this is something they do delay. They don't TNA the th- son of a bitch, and uh, we'll talk about it next Sunday, I suppose. Yeah. When we, when we look at the uh, the rematches. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, hey, do we do we have a guest lined up for next week for payback? We are currently looking at another IHWE star to promote IHWE experience the following week. Uh, and I'm going to see if we can get Gary Barnage on to talk about payback with us for just a short period of time. If, uh, yeah, touch base with Gary, see what he's got going on. Because if uh, I know if he's so, been busy for the talk last. To the, uh, the cheap peak dudes, or, or talk to the uh, Bar- the Booker T guys with some of our other friends and family. See, yeah, we'll see if we can wrangle someone up. Absolutely. Or... Well, anyway, the worst case scenario right now is that Brian won't be back until right before Battleground. Uh, many in WWE are advising him to drop the flying headbutt from his arsenal. Adam Pierce has been working as a guest trainer in the WWE Performance Center all week. Zack Ryder and Justin Gabriel have both played jobber, I mean, rosebuds in the last few weeks. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's Any great. confirmation that JTG is the black one? <laughs> <laughs> that's how he stays employed. <laughs> He's he's a rosebud. <laughs> video game nerds unite, not video games unite. <laughs> nope, just video games. Just video games unite. Okay, fine. Amazon We're not is anymore. We're players, yo. Amazon is now listing WWE 2K15 with an October 28th release date of this year, uh, which may come as a surprise to people as it was previously announced as pushed back to fiscal 2015. 2K Sports has confirmed the release date of October 28th for WWE 2K15. Seth Rollins on Joey Mercury says he's a mastermind when it comes to wrestling psychology and the ins and outs of being in the ring. He loves teaching people how to do things and do them better. He's a talent maximizer. He takes your best assets and makes them better. He takes the things you're terrible at and helps you improve. Okay. Rule number one. See that ladder? Don't take one of those to the face. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Jesus. Let's go watch that match after the show. What do you say, George? I'm down. It was a good match, but that fucking ugly spot. Oh, that's that's was... why we got to watch it. Yeah, that was fucking scary. <laughs> oh, man. Woo! Ric Flair is getting a full cardiovascular physical on Thursday in Pittsburgh to see if he's healthy enough to be on the road for WWE. He wants to manage Dolph Ziggler. Pairing him with Evolution was considered, but since Batista is leaving after payback, the group may not be featured as a unit on WWE TV. 
Flair's working out and trying to get his weight down to 225. And it looked really good at the beginning of the week when I saw that news. And then, wow, wow, wow. The idea of Ric Flair being paired with Dolph Ziggler as his manager has been shot down. He will most likely be paired with The Miz, who already uses his figure four leg lock when he returns as a regular on WWE TV. Oh, come the on. The anti-G has left the building. Fuck <laughs> that guy. Jesus. I know. I know. <sighs> Fuck. Bret Hart has not renewed his WWE Legends contract. Coincidentally or not, he is not available on May 29th, this Thursday, to be in Natalia's corner as previously planned, but Ric Flair is still likely to be in Charlotte's corner. Hmm. Woo? Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. You know it. <laughs> the Sting story continues to be confusing. He's apparently on board for more WWE Network and WWE DVD projects coming up. Uh, but hasn't signed his WWE contract, and there are no signs that he's going to do so anytime soon. Wishy-washy prick. <laughs> kind of like this other guy, Kurt Angle, has appear appears to have either re-signed with TNA or is imminently about to since TNA began promoting his return from ACL surgery on last week's TV. There is said to be almost no interest from WWE since Vince McMahon is afraid of having an Olympic wrestler die while under contract to WWE. <laughs> The fact that Vince McMahon would say that just says this man needs to retire now. <laughs> well, they said that, what, it was a 2006, right? So it's <laughs> Holy fuck, he's eight on years borrowed, later. Yeah, he's on borrowed time right now. <laughs> yeah. Jake Roberts said on Roddy Piper's latest podcast that he's very concerned about the health and well-being of Scott Hall. A uh, few details about his condition are available, but it's by now well known that he missed an appearance for Big Time Wrestling in California over the weekend, for which he had been paid 50% of a $1,600 appearance fee in advance, plus all of his travel expenses. What's really unfortunate is that his son Cody made his Cali Wrestling debut on the show, and that by skipping the event, he missed watching his son in the ring. The anti-G has returned to the building, so I start off with negative news our first this week. Well, Positive time. Yes, Scott Hall checked himself into the hospital in Smyrna and was apparently given a clean bill of health, but we still don't know what prompted him to miss big-time wrestling last weekend or go to the hospital to begin with. Uh, Scott Hall is shooting footage for WWE Network this Tuesday. Yay! It is kind See? of a shame he missed his son's debut, though. Uh, his California was, debut. Well, we, This is why we need Scott Hall back in the fold, though. We need more footage for documentaries and interviews and stuff. So this is yes. good. Yes. Uh, WWE turned down the request of the Goldbergs on a a ABC <laughs> to use classic Ultimate Warrior footage for the wrestling-themed episode. <laughs> they're, they're, I swear to God, God, those fuckers are missing out on a fucking gold mine here. They, could, they need you Bill royalties they could get. They need Bill Goldberg on that fucking show. Uh, I'm still sad that that's not a Bill Goldberg-related show. It should be. I know. It really fucking should be. Oh. But, but now you can buy flowers and and you know penile dysfunction pills from Goldberg because he also has a podcast one podcast. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> has one! Yay! <laughs> I have one actually starting next week. Um, uh, oh, thanks shit. to these pills, you can spear your wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> and then finish her with the jackhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the button when you need it? Oh, we've oh, it's here. You guys it. just can't hear it. And, and uh, then, and then, because you still have a heart on afterwards, you tell you tell that bitch who's next. <laughs> <laughs> and then your wife replies, Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know Ryback's wife screams Goldberg's name in his face. <laughs> you know from this angle, you really don't look like him. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, so, wait a minute. This is false advertising. They shouldn't be calling you the big guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Go take some Rybaxel and get back to me. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I can, I do it. I'm fucking having a blast with this shit right now. Fuck yeah! <laughs> you guys open the fucking door, and here I came running in. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> Speaking of running in. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh shit! We should get to the next next bit of news before I fucking cry laughing. Kenta of Pro Wrestling Noah, Kevin Steen of ROH, Prince Devitt of New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Willie Mack of various independent wrestling promotions—they're uh, all pretty much headed to the developmental center over the next little bit, uh, according to various news sites. WWE is r- reportedly interested in signing another top Japanese wrestling star, Kota Ibushi. God bless you. All right. Uh, this is, this is, I don't know how familiar you are with all of these guys, but these are all fucking awesome. Oh, absolutely. Guys. Kevin Steen, uh, me and Joe are very familiar with. Uh, we got to see him. Uh, we, we could actually see him, too, because the lights were on at the indie show we <laughs> went to. That's right. We were able to see everything. Uh, he, he did a he had a great match. I uh, believe it's online now. I, I think they <sighs> they posted it. I'll, was, I'll share it with you guys if it is. That was a lot of fun. He, he, if you guys get a chance to see this match, you, you're going to end up laughing. It's It was great. <laughs> this is the thing about these guys. They're all internet darlings, right? If I was in the WWE's shoes, I'd be seriously looking at trying to like under undermine the credibility, well, not the credibility, but undermine the competition. And as opposed to worrying about putting these guys in the WWE style, Start your own equivalent, literally, of ROH. Modify the NXT show. Have guys go, go either from an NXT show to an indie-style show that's only on the network as well. Bring in your IWC fan base to subscribe to watch that show and pay the money not only for the pay-per-views, but for that. Because at 10 bucks a month, if you had that on weekly, you would get and you had these five guys rounding out the top... Mm-hmm. That that would that would generate a significant increase in buy rates, you know. And you can you could bounce guys between each of the two areas and have them train and learn different styles, both the WWE style and let's put a little bit of the indie stuff. Because clearly, indie guys haven't been successful in WWE. Cough, cough, CM Punk. Cough, cough, Cesaro. <laughs> cough, cough, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> cough, cough, Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. <laughs> cough, cough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that one, huh? Well, something I thought about that I don't know if they would ever do, though, is to oh, reach out not. to indies and say, we'll air you on the network. Yeah, well, 10%ers, you know. <laughs> so. Want a 10% increase in buy, uh, people buying the network? There's your 10% right there. I mean, people are interested in wrestling, but they just don't want more of the same tired shit. Well, the regular TV fan people will never actually see it because they're not, unless they're on the network. <laughs> Right, and NXT is actually one of the lower-rated shows on the network, which is fucked up, right? Yes. So I'm just gonna toss that out there. I'll leave it there. If, if anyone WWE is is listening, I know you have some openings in network uh, 
positions, um, you can hit me up <laughs> at G of the Internet on Twitter. I was going to say. Well, you're Canadian, so they'll have to pretend you're from Europe. <laughs> oh, That's cool. <laughs> Apparently, I'm Australian, according to Colt Cabana. So. <laughs> Colt Cabana. You know, That's, I never did get actually, a... He did actually shout out that... Uh, uh, it was the MVP interview episode that I apparently helped him save, and he I actually named dropped me at a little bit, not directly as an Australian, because he couldn't remember where the hell he was that week. <laughs> so I, I tweeted I tweeted at him, but before I even got a chance, my buddy who I went to the show with had already tweeted at him, mentioning I was actually from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and and I had a little back and forth offline, and he's like, "Oh, it was you." I was like, "Yeah, it was me. I, I'm actually from Calgary." So. We we brought that up to him too, and I mentioned that you're from Calgary when we brought it up to yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's 200th he's, episode. He, he, it's the MVP episode is awesome too. So like, if oh. that's the one that I helped save, fuck yeah, that's awesome. That's wicked because I love listening to his. I, I think he was he was too busy ducking flying apples to. Uh, oh my god, was <laughs> you dude? It was incredible. I think I mentioned it last week that uh, that. Uh, RJ City Brian Brian Deville's client took Carlito's apple, whipped it across the arena, and nearly hit Trent Beretta in the head. And Trent was standing with <laughs> with Colt. Yep, they were right by the they were right by their merch tables, and uh, and the dude whips the apple. All you see is Beretta's hand go out to try to catch it, and then he quickly jerks his hand back because he he misjudged how fast the apple was coming at him. <laughs> But it and it was dangerously close to his head. Um, <laughs> it was really cool. It was a great match. <laughs> um, Colt Cabana put on one of the coolest matches I've ever seen. Um, yeah, he's and, cool. He's got a very different style. Oh God! And that that's what makes it so entertaining. That that I'd never seen a Colt Cabana match, and now it's like I can't. I got to see more. I got to see way more. And. Um, and it was also cool to see Carlito in person and Chris Hero. and. But we talked about all that last week when you weren't here. Yeah, I was doing a photo shoot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I they got the, the you know, good good shots, everything finished, if oh. you're not going to miss another week. Oh, I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to miss another week for a while. Um, not unless I'm going on tour or something. Um, Understandable. Because uh, this Wednesday coming up, uh, my band Lost Elysium. I already plugged it for you. We'll be opening <laughs> for Lacuna Coil at the Town Ballroom in Buffalo, New York. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. I had to do it once. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so let's get back to the news. The July 21st Raw in Miami presale password is AAA14 and starts tomorrow. Boom was heard in the Miami area. Conan was not reached for comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Tony I Atlas. Love that. I love that. That that code is too much. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Atlas wants to wrestle in North Korea in August for an event put on by Antonio Inoki. If Mister USA wins this match, the people of North Korea will have the freedom from oppression. And Mister <sighs> USA always fights for freedom and righteousness. Oh no. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that motherfucker's gonna. <laughs> Let die me see that shoe. He's he's gonna die in the ring. I can. I know it. I know it. He's too old to be doing this shit. <laughs> Kurt Angle versus Tony Hallis would just be a disaster. <laughs> they acknowledged his foot fetish on, <laughs> on Legends House. Oh God! <laughs> All that's left of Ashley is this shoe. Let me see that. <laughs> let me let me get that. 
Who there? Who there? Let me get that shoe. He's like <laughs> sniffing it, putting it on his head and shit. Like what the fuck? But the uh, if if you actually get season one of um of Legends House on DVD, the uh, the uncut shit, he's rubbing it on his crotch. Uh, <laughs> he's sticking the point of the shoe in his asshole. Um, yeah, he's he's really all for it. He can have my shoe if he wants. I mean, have at it, buddy. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so. We're running a little over here. Well, and that, was, that was it anyway. That, yeah. that was the last news thing. So uh, All right, good. good. So, yeah, that means we and you can continue our conversation in a yes. few minutes yes. that we were having during the break. That's right. <laughs> but in, in a cooler room of the house. Yeah, it's not that bad back here right now. I'm fat, and, I'm, and I haven't shaved in like three weeks. I'm sweating my There's blood. a window right behind you you can open. You know. Yeah. <laughs> That means that yeah, we but get to it's over there. Yeah, and and we'd have to listen to your neighbor and his bullshit. He's got the music off for now. I'm at Think So Joe George. Is at Punish Seventy Eight. Mark at Mark underscore Noise. JT at Random Redhead. G at G of the Internet. We are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can catch us every week right here on BWFRadio.com yes. or Board Wrestling Fan Radio at two p.m. Eastern on Sundays. Cock talk. Cock talk. We will have an IHWE guest on next week, uh, brought to us by D- Mr. David Fuller at IHWE. The wonderful David Fuller. Check out IHWENow.com for more information on that uh, wonderful promotion. IHWE Now, not later. We'll see you next week. Tomorrow's Monday in Canada. <laughs> it's Tuesday in England. Balls. Mahoney. <laughs> Astro Balls. Oh, <laughs>